Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. <laughs> hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This week, do go on is brought to you by Care Of. Care-of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalised vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. For 25% off your first month of personalised care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code DOGOON. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code ADOGOON. D-O-G-O-O-N. And now, let's go on with the show. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm here in the studio with Matt Stewart and Jess Perkins. And what's that? I spy a special guest, Mr. Nick Mason. Hey! It's Mason. It's great to be here. Yes. Hey, Mason, just a quick question. What are you doing for Block? Off for Block, Block. Blockbuster Toba. Yeah. Well, I've been listening to every episode of your podcast yeah. for Blockbuster Toba. <laughs> well, that is surprising and bu- a beautiful no, gesture. Yeah. I enjoyed your, uh, uh, most recently, I enjoyed the uh, War of the Worlds episode. That's oh, great episode. Oh, yeah. what an episode. Would you like to hear a fact about the War of the Worlds radio play? No, yes. thanks. And that, oh, no, that's fair. No, no. <laughs> uh, that's no. Right. Sorry, I didn't answer. I'd yeah. like to hear it. So two okay. against one. Sorry, Jess. Right, well, there oh. we go. Well, it, it could be a fun fact. You'll have to. I'll decide. So, so the War of the Worlds radio play and the subsequent. Uh, the panic that it caused. The drama. Did you 
that happened again. <gasps> what? Yeah, it happened again. With the musical? No, with uh, with uh, the in 1949 in Ecuador, a radio station did it again, uh, and basically what happened is they they. They play the ra- the radio play again, like their version of the radio. Oh, play. So they didn't do Orson Welles. It no, wasn't all in English, yeah. and they're all thinking, yeah. "What the hell is what that? Is this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Everybody turned off. It was a <laughs> r- real ratings disaster. But no, they they did it, and they had like uh, people on board, like uh, actors on board who would uh, like who would imitate the mayor. And the mayor, like, so oh, the mayor no. was involved and was like, "Oh, you know, this is this is a real disaster. I don't understand what's happening. There's an invasion, kind of thing." And the this is ar- definitely not a radio play. Yeah. And the the army who heard that it was happening and heard the mayor was saying that there was an oh, they went to the north of the town to 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 investigate. No one's told us in person, yeah. but I assume yeah. this radio station is how I'd yeah. find out as and the then, general. And then eventually the the people at the radio station figured out what was happening and they were like, "Okay, just letting you guys, just letting you know this is a trick." This is this is a hoax. We just uh, did it as a bit of fun. That's their first big mistake. What exactly. they should have done was send down a Black Thunder with <laughs> icy, icy cold, cold cans of coke. coke. Exactly, and yeah. that could have yeah. just yeah. But apparently there were people in the streets, like people were running to church to like confess, like because they. You know, oh, about... so the priest got some mad gossip <laughs> yeah. that day. Well, apparently there were there were like men confessing that they'd committed adultery yeah. to their wives. I and never loved some... you anyway, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, so that the 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 radio station was like, okay. We apologise, but uh, at that point there was a mob of people in the streets who went to the radio station. That's when you get the cokes out. Yeah, they burned it down. They actually did. They burned it down because there was a it was a radio station, and below that was the the newspaper printing press for the town. And they lit it on fire. Yeah, newspaper yeah. is a great kindling. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Pretty good, right? Jesus, wow. unlucky. Yeah. Never build on top of a newspaper no, printing true. press. Would unless... you like to know another fact about the uh, the War of the Worlds radio play and the subsequent? Oh no, Mason is very quickly doing a better job than you did, Dave. <laughs> oh no, it's I just, think this I, is a oh, sorry, Mason. One. I'm going to change my yes to a no. Okay, never mind. <laughs> All right, uh, people, people at home, do your own research. It's not difficult. Now, what was the other one? Oh, no. it happened again. Wait, the third time? Yeah, 1968. Happen again in in Buffalo, Montana. Oh, Buffalo. Yeah. When will people learn? No, they've. But was anything burnt down this time? No, nothing. Because I kind of enjoy how that escalated. Yeah, right. But yeah. also, if I think the world's about to end, yeah, I'm not going to be like I cheated on you. Like yeah. I'm going to let it go. Yeah. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you take that to the grave. That yeah. kind of Fuck shit. Yeah. But the problem would be is that they, if you, if you think that you need to um, ask for forgiveness to get into heaven, then you. would you offload it all. That's but true, I also yeah. don't think that's the right environment to sit down and discuss and ask for forgiveness. You know, from, no, you don't need it from them. You need it from Jesus. And the so just ask him when you and get the there. Martians, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you won't get there, Jess. That's the point. Well, I've never and going to anyway. Beelzebub above is not so good at the <laughs> forgiveness. Okay, okay. <laughs> talking from experience. Oh boy. Yeah, I listen to metal. <laughs> <laughs> you take a sip of water. Mm. Yeah, very cool. From my goblet. <laughs> yes. Skull goblets. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so this is this is week four of Blockbuster Tober right. for Grace Jones period. <laughs> and uh, Jerry Maguire. Sorry. Uh, show, show me the me money. The money. And, show me the money. <laughs> um, <laughs> you and have to f- say it three times. Show me the money. Uh, sorry, Matt. That's only two times from me personally. But then Tom Cruise show, turns show up in the, the mirror. Money. Something. Um, you had me at Hello. <laughs> Oh my god, this is going to be a nightmare episode. I, 
it is. Sorry, Mesa. Thanks so much for dropping in. I'm so sorry that you have to see us like this. But... I love it. I love it. Front he loves seat. us. He loves us at our worst. That's right. And yeah. if you don't love us at our worst, don't fuck off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we... No, see, this is you at your worst, and I love you at your oh, worst. That's yes. fine. Yeah. You are a sweet man. So week four of Blockbuster Toba, as we've been saying since the start, this is our most ever requested topic, and it is uh, with Mr. Mesa. Oh, you, do goodness. you do you have a question? To get I us on topic. I, I mean, it is pretty silly as we all know what it well, is. Well, you guys but... all know what it is. But no, I still have a crack. I was going to say you guys all know what it is, but the listeners don't know what it is. But the episode title says what it yeah, is. Some of them, know. some of them uh, play without looking. Yeah, really. That's yeah. ballsy. Yeah, that is ballsy. Okay, well, here's a question for that: the two people who are not <laughs> who, who play this Russian roulette with episode titles. <laughs> and can I get it because? Someone emailed in saying that they've added up all the times we've answered, and I actually get it right the least. Oh, really? That's huh. fascinating. I would not have guessed that. Who so. gets it the most? I would have said you the most, just the least. But is it the opposite of that? Maybe the exact opposite. Exact opposite. Fascinating. I don't get it the most. Hey, a scientist emailed in, Jess. <laughs> I would have thought it would be you that gets it the most. Look at no, us I, all backing each other. She was pointing at Matt then. Mm-hmm. I go with the most bravado, but I don't think I often get it right. Wow. So I need to improve my stats here, I people. I feel so smart. Well, let's there see. There you go, yeah. Also, who's this guy adding up all the questions? I mean, good I on you. Should know. You really should know. You really should. Can you find out his name by the end of the episode, Dave? Yes, I'll do some investigating. Okay, so here's the question. Yes. Uh, for the f- two or three people. That- okay, so uh, in the 1960s, uh, the actor who portrayed this character was kicked out of an orgy uh. because he refused to break character. What character was it? And can you get? Can you guess the actor? I'm sure you can. I reckon it's. Uh, Orgy Phil, uh, it's Orgy Phil, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, played what's by his Dennis name? Hopper. It's it's Batman. It is Batman. Yes, correct. And also, I think maybe the Joker or the Riddler. It was the Riddler. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. I can't remember either. Uh, Adam West. Adam West is, was Batman. Yeah. And who was the the Riddler? Uh, the Riddler was Frank Gorshin. Who was oh a, was the Gorsh? Actor, the Gorsh, an actor and a stand-up comedian. So apparently, and a bloody <laughs> sex. Yeah, oh, hang on, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're I guess, yeah, no, uh, you know, being the Riddler at an orgy Getting is a bit Getting kicked out of an true. orgy yeah. Yeah. implies your behaviour isn't welcome. Oh, okay, that's, so I guess ye true, with the yeah. first stone cast it <laughs> at my glass house again. Never been kicked out of the orgy, have I? Mm. I've been given warnings. <laughs> Strong warnings. <laughs> never actually kicked Written out. Written warnings. Never rejected. Okay. <laughs> red card, you were given the red card. I gave a red card, I had a time out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was allowed in. back in. <laughs> Your parents were contacted. After I said sorry nicely, <laughs> like I meant it. Oh, well Do you ever get that when you're a kid? Sometimes like, you like yeah, your mum would be like, you've got to apologise, go, sorry, like, like you mean yeah, it. Like, fuck. Yeah. But sorry, then you just learn layers of, yeah. Yeah, you just fake it. You just fake so, it, yeah. so you can watch TV again. Yeah. Is this a, that's a true audio story? That's a true story. story. That, that is a story that Adam West has told a number of times. Well, he did. He's passed on since then, but uh, apparently... Uh, he and Frank Gorshin were invited to a, a fancy Hollywood party and they're like, cool, well, let's go and hang out with some people and have some drinks and whatever and they showed up not knowing anything of what, what the nature of the party was and they showed up and it was an orgy in progress. Batmobile keys in the bowl. Yes, <laughs> Batmobile keys in the bowl, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and, and they were like, let's do this in character. And so he was just coming up and talking to all the various concerned citizens and telling them to wear their seatbelts and drink milk. and uh, Want a zoink? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Zork. And then eventually the host of the party was like, you, you, 
you're messing with the vibe, you should probably leave. Oh. Yeah. So get involved, everyone else. Involved. There's plenty exactly. of characters in the DC universe. Exactly. You could have been a Catwoman. Could have been a King Tut. Oh. These are all sexy characters. <laughs> That's right. A penguin. Oh. Cobblepot. Stop Just a name it. Gets you going. Mm. Ooh, the fiddler. Yum, yum. The Dave, fiddler. Dave, Dave. 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 Come on, Dave. Yeah. Well, if you're going to turn on a pun like that, then uh, <laughs> probably leave. <laughs> and that's anyway. why Dave was kicked out of an orgy. Yeah, too many puns. Mm. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so this this is genuinely our most ever requested topic. Um, no pressure. You were, you were, <laughs> you've been on other man episodes. You're on the Superman episode. You're on the Mothman, Mothman episode. episode yeah. and you're on the Batman. Do you hate oh. women? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just love men. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, can't a man just love other men? That's that is very true. Men in capes and spandex. Yes, of course you can. It's twenty bloody nineteen or whatever, whatever the year, year is. is yeah. It's at the year of release. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to put this straight out, so that'll be twenty eighteen. Nice. That nice. is how we tend to operate. Yes. <laughs> I've got a few in the vault. It usually takes about <laughs> record of fifteen years ago. Yeah, about six months of legal clearance. Yeah. And then, um... <laughs> I've guessed it on some pods. And they've just never come out. Oh. It's never, never, just people, so, never if you want to have a chat, if you want to catch up, just, just say just so. Just say catch up. Yeah, yeah forget let's just the get fake a coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard not, not to take that personally yeah, when they're releasing other episodes. Have you ever followed that up? <laughs> no. That'd be good. Yeah, I should do that. Should what be. the fuck? Come on, guys. Do you want me to do it for you? I'll yes. say as Mr. Mason's representative, <laughs> just wanted to inquire as to the status of the podcast. Mm. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> Thank you. You yeah. dickheads. Yeah. You got a problem? You want to fucking go? Sorry, was that you your, want to fucking go? Was that your email to Mark Marin's WTF podcast? Yeah, he knows. Just want to talk about Mark, uh, Nick Mason. What the fuck? Uh, episode <laughs> six hundred and seventy-one never came out. Mark, where the bloody hell is it? Yeah, yeah. come on, Mark. I also thought... loved you in Glow. <laughs> yeah, real a really oh, great turn. Good show, yeah. yeah, love that show. Great real, real career show. renaissance for that guy. Yeah, he's we great in it. it? Yeah, <laughs> okay. we should do that. Right. So it is the most requested ever topic. We've had so many tweets. We're not even going to read out the name. Sorry, everyone. But if, you, if you're listening, you probably have requested it. I reckon <laughs> quite literally hundreds of people have uh, requested this. It's actually easier for us to read out the names of people who haven't requested it. So here we go. Doug. Uh, Kevin Jones. Hank Cobblepot. End list. Wow. That's the yeah, brother of the guy you said Oswald just before. Cobb, the fiction, Oswald. The fictional He's really guy. bitter. He doesn't want to hear any more about no, the penguin. He's the non-fictional brother of, of a fictional, fictional character. Wow. Okay. So three people haven't requested it. Everyone else on earth has. Enjoy. <laughs> Including President Obama. Wow. Yeah, it goes all the way to the top a few years ago. So <laughs> Nowadays, just a podcast enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Mm. Well, you've got to do something in your retirement. That's anyway, good. people will be screaming at their podcast you're not a machines. President anymore? What do you do? You can't drive anymore. Do you know that? What? Sorry, what? They take away your license. It's no longer safe to be a personal driver. The Queen doesn't even have a license. She doesn't need one. Can you believe that? Fuck, she's cool. They take away your... That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah so George, he's young. George W. Bush. That's weirdly the odd, the oddest thing about. That's the thing I'm blown away about. Yeah, about being yeah. The so George W. Bush, the younger one, because he still likes to drive, goes to his Texas ranch on private property where oh, he's allowed he to. Okay, right. Sorry, Matt. I know you're trying to get on topic, but that is crazy. That isn't is it? crazy. If I was Obama and they said that to me, I'd plead the fifth. I'd yep. say, officer, I'm pleading the fifth. And I'd do a burnout. Yeah, nice. No, I'd drive off. Would you do yeah, shark no. as well? You did a burnout. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Sorry, a bit of a stupid question. So that's what pleading the fifth was. Yeah, that's what actually what I thought <laughs> it was as well. Sharkers. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, have, I have no idea what pleading the fifth means. It's either being silent or having a gun. I forget. <laughs> Why not both? I'm pleading the fifth. <laughs> Anyhow, Batman? This, this episode is about Batman. and Mace's, It will be at some point. Like, you are the only person who's ever done a report with pen and paper. And paper. Because as you guys learned earlier, I don't own a laptop. So I'm I'd a Luddite. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in any of this. You're a you're a regular Oswald Cobblepot. When was the last time you used a keyboard? <laughs> you used to play the guitar, didn't you? Well, did, that would did, be in it. Yeah, I was in yeah. a flock of seagulls. The, you, I was in a flock of yeah, seagulls yeah, one the, time. The band, so. playing a guitar. Guitar, yeah, that's probably then. Now I can't even remember. Yeah, I must did, have applied for something online. Maybe a job. Do you reckon you've forgotten how to now? No, I can do it. I don't know that you can. Wow. We should really do some of these tangents once we've started talking about Batman. <laughs> No, no, tangents. I'll do four minutes on Batman at the end. This will Great. just be tangents. Okay, so Batman. Who's heard of Batman? Me. What do you guys know about Batman? Oh, um, as a thing. boy, he was walking along the street with his parents who yep. had pearls and an opera suit. They did have pearls and an opera suit. That's and a great. man who could have been the Joker but probably wasn't mm-hmm. killed those guys. Yeah. And then those guys he, being his parents. Those guys being his parents. And but then he, he fell down them. a hole into a bat cave. Yes. And bats flew everywhere and he started fearing the bats until he grew into an adult and he became the thing he fears most. He became Batman. Hang on. Good so night, everyone. We've <laughs> covered it all. They were in the city when they were walking down... Yeah, they're in Gotham City. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And and he fell in a bat cave in the middle of the city. Well, that was on their property where their uh, mansion, the, the, the Wayne Manor is. Right. Okay. Great. Sorry, I, there was a jump cut in yeah, there. Because I was thinking, like, oh, down the end of this alleyway is just like a manhole that leads to a bat cave, and yeah, that right. feels like no, they're on the edge. A on town a, planning issue. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're on a cliff just outside of the city. Okay. Mm. Is is it is most of that kind of right? That's pretty close. So I, I guess everybody. It'd be a rare person who doesn't know at least the basics. Yeah. The pearls falling everywhere. The pearls falling everywhere, exactly, yeah. And the opera suit. And the opera suit, exactly, and the the manhole filled with bats, those those things. Dave, (laughs) any of that news to you? The pearls. Didn't know the pearl bit. Right. Yeah, 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 So uh, so the the basic story of of Batman, as Dave has pointed out, is that... uh, the uh, the Waynes, wealthy socialites, uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne, were taking their son Bruce to the the, the theatre. They were going to see a, a movie performance of the the Mask of Zorro uh, at the huh. Monarch Theatre, and then uh, they are mugged. And then uh, Thomas Wayne gives gives them gives the mugger all his money, and then uh, the mugger goes for Martha Wayne's pearls, and he takes exception to that. And he grabs at the pearls, and then Thomas Wayne's like, "No, no, no, no!" At which point, the mugger shoots both the Waynes, leaving Bruce Wayne an orphan. Right. So, why does Thomas not want the pearls? Do they have significant? It's you know, never been value revealed. No, it's it's just a, maybe it's just the principle of the thing. Maybe yeah. it's because it's because he's 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 making move towards the wife. Maybe that's it. I think that's probably the, the issue there. And then. Of course, Bat- uh, Bruce Pearls Wayne. are also like really expensive. Mm. Very expensive, and he just bought them for us. But I think, and it's also was a different time. Um, yes. Obviously, now we know that uh, women can be mugged too. That's very true. Yeah. But yeah, Thomas yeah. was very old fashioned. He's like, yeah. no, no, if you're gonna mug someone, mug, mug a man. Mug a man. Mug a man. What kind of animal mugs a woman? He said. And I mean, that's obviously very dated. And the answer is, of course, a bat. That's exactly right. So, so Bruce Wayne decides that he is going to wreak vengeance upon all criminals uh, and rather than use his vast fortune to to maybe uh, change some laws mm. or or make some social programs to to rehabilitate criminals he decides he's going to 
uh, learn martial arts and science and then build big vehicles. Martial arts and martial science? That's exactly right. Wow. Yeah. And then beat up criminals individually. Yeah. Okay. Which I think is important. And does it, is it ever explained where the money comes from? The Bruce, the Wayne money. Yeah, what, what's the what's the business? Well, of Thomas uh, Thomas Wayne's a doctor. Why do you assume it's Thomas's money? Oh, oh. sorry, different time, different time, <laughs> different time, yeah, different sorry. time. I mean, different time. Yeah. Arthur was a sorry, yes, I know. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I forgot. He wasn't wearing expensive pearls though, Dave. Think about that. Mm. Yeah, because it was a different time. Yeah, mm. uh, but uh, he he also came into a lot of money, I believe. Further back into the Wayne history, uh, there, there was there was money involved there as well. I'm not sure exactly why they were involved in the formation of Gotham City, which is the town they're from. So I think maybe mining, I want to say, or construction, something one of those. I'm going to say both yeah, and could, politics, politics, yeah. probably politics, and also. lottery, mm. bit of R and D. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, Bruce Wayne decides that uh, he is going to. <laughs> Uh, he, he becomes, he becomes, he travels the world, and he becomes very well trained in in everything he would need to fight crime. And then he's sitting in his uh, his drawing room one day, and he one night, and he decides, he, he thinks to himself, "Okay, I need something, a gimmick." He doesn't say a gimmick, but it's a gimmick. <laughs> yeah. to to strike fear into the hearts of criminals. He says criminals are a superstitious and cowardly lot. Ah. What can I do? To... Is that true? Superstitious. Uh, that, well, yeah, I mean, they like, will they... not step on a crack. It was a different time for fear but... of breaking their mother's back. Correct. And I will That's be right. crack boy. Don't step on me. We surrender. He just wears arseless chaps. It's his uniform. But before that particular sign could could come to him, uh, instead a, a bat crashes through his drawing room window and he goes, criminals are afraid of bats. Was Solver. he, he was an illustrator or an artist? Who's this? Uh, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne was not an artist, no. No, he was, uh, you're thinking of Captain America, he was an artist. Was he? Yeah, he's a, he, was an, he was an illustrator, yeah. Yeah, right. Someone who was an artist, though, was the, uh, the man who's most closely associated with creating Batman, which is a man named Bob Kane. Oh. Uh, born October 24, 1915, New York, New York. Well, that's his birthday week this week. It is, yeah, that's right. Maybe even this day. Today is the 24th. What day is it today in that thing that you said? It's the 17th. Wait, no, when, when is this coming out? 24th. Oh, then that's his birthday. <gasps> Serendipity. Serendipity. His 103rd birthday is today. Yeah, well. That's good that's spooky. Dave. Good that's quick spooky. Math. Very spooky. spooky. He was born New York, New York, uh, as Robert Kahn, uh, and then he quickly changed his name to Bob Kane. Well, quickly, like on day three. Yeah, on day three, yeah, he was like, <laughs> He's like no, "What the fuck are you guys no, thinking? You're not no, feeling you. this." Yeah. Mm. I'm more of a Bob. Come on, look at me. Mm. Is this a Robert face? <laughs> Is this a Kahn face? It's no, a Kane face. I don't think so. I'm Bob Kane. Bloody Kane face. Um. So he uh, he studied at uh, he went to high school. He actually went to high school with uh, a man named Will Eisner, who was also a, uh, a comic book artist and and he... a f- member of the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, Will Eisner, I am. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah that's good stuff. He's <laughs> doing the regret face. Dave's doing on. a regret face. Oh my goodness! I felt that. Wow. <laughs> regret. I'm regretting for two. Wow, good for you. I'm regretting. Um, you said that. So Will Eisner <laughs> created a character called the Spirit, who was kind of like a uh, like a, a masked detective kind of character, and he uh, the Eisner Award, which is the biggest award in comic books, oh, is named after him. And right. they went to high school they went to together. High school together. That's yeah. amazing. That's cool. So, so um, so that was sorry. Back to so I just wanted to say back to. A couple of weeks ago, with the uh, Orson Welles War of the Worlds episode, yes, he uh, one of his big breaks was being the narrator on the Spirit Radio Show. There you go. Ah, that's right. Yeah, that's how people knew yeah. Orson Welles early on. Yeah, yeah. And the, the Spirit was sort of like a proto superhero. 
Yeah, he was. He was he, him he, and yellow, yellow. Oh, the yellow kid. Yellow as kid. We mentioned before. <laughs> the the spirit was kind of yeah. He was like a proto superhero. He wore he just he was a man in a suit with a with a mask. But the 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 biggest contribution that the spirit had to comic books was. Uh, Will Eisner would broke the character out of that really traditional comic book format of just like, okay, here's six panels and here's a little little thing happening in this one, little thing happening in this one. Will Eisner was all about, okay, here's a we let's just do a big splash page and here's a here's a here's the whole page and there's action happening in it. Or he'd have the characters jump out of the panels, or he'd have you oh. know, it, was, it was very much like sort of deconstructing the form. And this is when when did you say this was? The thirties. This uh, will uh, the spirit would have been the late would have been through the forties. Forties. Yeah, yeah. The but roaring forties. Yeah, that he it was later uh, made into a movie, uh, maybe ten years ago that was not very good. Ah, uh, bummer. It's a real real bummer. That's uh fuck, I love this stuff so much. So <laughs> there's a a lot going on already. There's a lot going on already, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, he... So... <laughs> I was about to bog you down, but I won't. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. Well, there's a lot to bloody get through. So uh, in 1934, uh, he joined uh, the Max Fleischer studio as a trainee animator. This is back to Bob. This is back to Bob Kane, yeah, that's right. And then two years later, he entered the, the comic book field in 1936 uh, as a freelancer. He would uh, His first work was to a comic book called Wow, What a Magazine! <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> Uh, his first pencil and ink work was on a serial called Hiram Hick. I don't know anything about that character. It sounds offensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that Hiram might be. Hiram yeah. Hick. No. Larry Bird's nickname? Isn't it something like that? The Hick from Hirenberg Hick? No. Something like that. I bet. I swear to God. You told me so. I only talk on about. On this podcast. I only talk about the round mound of rebound. Charles Barkley. Nice. Uh, so. Uh, and Wow, What a Magazine was uh, was owned by a guy called uh, Jerry Iger. Iger later formed a uh, comic book production house called Eisner and Iger with Will Eisner. And then oh. Bob Kane joined in on that. He was like, I'll get a piece of this. What a game. And with Wow, What a Magazine. It wow sounds like magazine. the guy that created that said to people, all right, I want people to look at this and say, wow, what a magazine. Yeah, right. Think of a cool title. I'll be back in five. That's, you could just do that. And then they would, they would just make it for you. It was um, a different time. It was a different time. Uh, so... Uh, uh, Eisner and Iger was like a comic book packager, which basically meant they went to various production companies like uh, National Publications, which became DC, and they were like, we'll make some stuff for you. And they were like, okay, how about a superhero comic book or whatever? How about a, how about a funny animal comic book? And they would go and they would get their team and they would write it and draw it and then they would just send it in and then National would buy it, presumably, or not, depending on how good it was. Right. Uh, so uh, uh, Bob Kane wrote uh, a comic book series called Peter Pup, which was about funny that, animals. I was gonna, that's a funny yep, animal. That's pretty funny. Peter Pup. Peter Pup. Mm. Uh, he also uh, created Oscar the Gumshoe, Ginger <laughs> Snap, and Professor Doolittle for various for, for various. Uh, and this is early on when none of the good names are taken. How are they coming up with <laughs> this know. crap? Yeah, exactly <laughs> Oscar right. the Gumboot. Yeah. Is Professor Doolittle anything to do with Doctor Doolittle? I think it's unrelated. Yeah. And the, and <laughs> what Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle created. He wanted a song that could outrank him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there was one of those was something ginger snaps. Ginger is that snap, ginger Meg? Ginger snap again? No, that's something? unrelated. Also, just speaking of uh, great great names, that uh, ginger snap was uh, published in more fun comics. <laughs> that's more so good. Comics. More fun. More fun. I, the the only comic that I've ever owned is uh, Tism Volume Two, and that oh. was released by a small Melbourne um, uh, magazine called Arg. I remember Arg, sure, yeah. I can't remember anything else they produced, but I but remember. Classic yeah. Tism. They might have also produced the Martin Molloy comic book. I'm not sure. 
That would make some sense, yeah, I reckon. For sure. I didn't yeah. know there was one. Yeah, there was. It was like three issues. Really? Chronicling the adventures of Melbourne radio hosts and comedians Tony Martin and Michael Moore. I think yeah. we need to get a Dugo on comic going. Oh, yeah. Ah, that's a lot of work. Oh, that would be so There's fun, There's a weekly comic. We can, we'll, we'll talk to those guys. We'll get a, we'll get yeah, a, can get we be on a splash page? Yeah, you can get a splash page. And then I can find out what that means. Yeah, nice. It's big. It's big. I'll be like, a good way to do it. Yeah. So anyway. I'm picturing like... Like a, a splash on a on a page, yeah, like a real splash. Because like you say that a bit paper. on your podcast, and that does that mean it, it's like a full page? Oh, it's just a splash page is just like a full page, and there's 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 action happening like the whole page. Right, it's just it's one like if you just one big scene is happening. Right, so one moment. I feel, or like, it's... I'm, I feel like I'm excluding Jess, but it's just because she's over there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I hate women as well. <laughs> 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 yeah. Good, we've got that bit out of context. Sorted. So anyway, in 1939, uh, DC or, or national publications at the time were having a huge success with a little character called Superman, which uh, I hmm. we, we covered uh, some time ago. In Don't remember Superman it. Episode. Wasn't listening. Wow. <laughs> it's all right. We're not going to talk about it. Who cares, quite good. frankly, but everybody else, go back to that one. It's pretty, it's, really it's, pretty, good. it's pretty good. Um, After you finish this one, mm. can't have any dessert till you've finished your veggies. That's right. This is the veggies. Oh, is it? <laughs> that, that That's episode. a compliment. I like veggies. This is a real broccoli you, episode. Yeah, you looked at me like I was saying this is shit, mm. but I love veggies. I love veggies too. Oh, man, and, yum. And I love cheesecake, so I'm leaving to go back and listen <laughs> to the Superman episode. Typical Dave. So, That's why uh, he'll die first. Dave. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind Dave will die first. <laughs> This is going to feel awful when it happens, when people are listening well, to this. You, but yeah, but well, also... Matt, you can't die. I so can't. I'm immortal. Yeah. Me and Keanu live Jess forever. Jess has a certain youthful exuberance, which yeah. I think yeah. will see her through. And Dave, he's just got that type of attitude where he'll just give up. Plus, he eats too many pies. <laughs> he does eat too many pies and cheesecake, apparently. First sign of something not being right, I Dave's body pull... will just shut down. Mate, you got to get each... Co- you need different colours on your plate. It can't just all be yellow. <laughs> you're <laughs> a yellow... You're a big yellow boy. I'm a yellow You're kid. the yellow boy. The yellow kid. Nice. Good good stuff. Bring it back. Bring it you think I'm going to die first. Well, who do you think is going to die first? Well, I don't want to say. Well, you can say it's me. It's fine because I'm, I'm only here for the episode. Yeah, so. maybe. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. No yeah. way. Maso's going to live forever. Yes. Well, because I always thought I was going to live forever. Oh, Dave. Dave. Mm. Are you serious? I never thought about it. How stupid are you? <laughs> well. <laughs> Not only are you stupid, you're going to die soon. Soon. No. Soon. You do stretch every night, though. Yeah, true. It's Thank not going to be in some kind of stretching accident. And now every morning as well. Oh, morning sure. and night. Oh, at noon. I should. <laughs> every day at work the alarm goes off. <laughs> stretching down, guys. He puts oh, on his. Don't. You're going to stretch on the way to a helicopter and stretch into a blade okay. or something. Yeah, yeah. it is going to be a stretching accident. Yeah, don't stretch yeah, too yeah. high. So you're stretching yeah. too You're much. stretching too close to the sun. Well, as long as I have access to a helicopter, I think I've lived a good yeah, life. Yeah, that's pretty good, Wow, actually. great point. Mm-hmm. Like a bat copter? Oh, good good, good return to this. Here we go. All right, so uh, DC, uh, National Publication. I'm just going to call them DC. We know who it is. This is DC Comics. Oh, that was um, going to be a sweet reveal. <laughs> sweet reveal. Uh, they were having huge amounts of success with Superman and action comics, and they were like, okay, they went out. They they went to all the the artisan writers, and they were like, "Can you give us something? Give give us something that's like that, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a hit just like that." And uh, so, in 1991, uh, Bob Kane was being interviewed by Stan Lee on a, an interview show called uh, "The Comic Book Greats." What's his last name? Stan, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Oh, I see. I see, what you, I see what you're doing here. 
I see what you're doing. I see. Just Jokes on you. His name's Stanley Lee, but he changed it for show business. So he did not. He did. It's true. Yeah. Stanley Lee. Yeah, Stanley Lee. Stanley la la la. Lee. <laughs> uh, so he uh, and Stanley asked about the the uh, creation of Batman, and he said, uh, and this situation, and of course, Bob Ka- Bob Kane was like. I gotta get on, get in on this because, like, uh, Siegel and Schuster created Superman, got a kind of a raw deal in, you know, yeah. throughout the course of their career. But at the time, they were making what would have been the equivalent of like a couple of grand a week, so they were they were doing all right. And so Bob yeah. Kane was like, he said, for that kind of money, you'll have a new character on Monday. Like, I'm going to go away this weekend. I'm going to create a new character, and then I'm going to be rolling in it. And I've created such great characters yeah. as Gumshoe Boy, <laughs> Ginger Nuts, yeah, Ginger Nuts, <laughs> Crystal Meth. <laughs> He even said on this interview, uh, he even said, for that kind of money, this uh, to create this new character, I'll steal it from somewhere. That's, oh. I mean, that's a little foreshadowing yeah. for you. For you oh, no. How about um, Ghost Matt? But, but, uh, but true to his word, he came back in Monday morning and he had a character <laughs> called The Batman. And so it was... Uh, How about Superman? Oh. Uh, and he said he, he was influenced... Um, by the character, his influence included uh, Zorro, swashbuckler Zorro. Uh, oh, so I love Zorro. Written into the origin exactly, story. Exactly, written in the, um, uh, I love Antonio Banderas. Banderas. Yeah, well, this was... The, the, I love Puss in Boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you said boots. Yes. But there's, a sweet, there's some sweet editing to be done yeah. by a listener later on, if you, you know. I love Puss. <laughs> <laughs> no editing required there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hello there. <clears throat> Sorry. Hello there. This is Matt, just butting in quickly to tell you a little bit more about Care Of, which is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. You say vitamin or vitamin? Vitamin? Vitamin. When I say vitamin, I mean vitamin and vice versa. The way you get involved with Care Of is you go to their website, takecareof.com, and do their online quiz. Real easy quiz. Uh, I did it. It took me not very long at all. And then they tell you basically based on that what kind of vitamins you need. They send them to your door. It's personalized. Uh, they're in easy packets so you know which ones to take each day and all that sort of stuff. Real good. Apparently 90% of people fall short of FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. Uh, and once you take the quiz, they'll let you know what you need. And then they'll get you back on track to help you reach those health goals, baby. Care of puts honesty first as well, which I think is very important. I'm a straight shooter, man. And I just want my, I want the same uh, from my vitamin uh, providers. And Kerov puts honesty first, providing all the research that supports each of their recommendations backed by a scientific advisory board. Huh? Important stuff. They also um, look after you if you're a vegan or vegetarian or if you've got a baby in your belly or wherever babies go. It's sort of near the belly, but it's not right in your belly unless you've eaten a baby. And I, I really don't think they're looking after you if you're a baby eater. You don't eat the baby. Thank you. That's an important thing I wanted to get out. That's not part of this script. Um, And also, did you know this? You will know this if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. Winter is coming. Just like that dragon TV show about the Lord of the Rings, winter is coming. Uh, So your immune system needs a little bit of extra love, a little bit of a boost. And uh, that's one of the things that Kerov can do. So if you jump on their website, do the quiz, get sorted out, and then your body will have a little bit of that help that's required in the cooler months ahead. And for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit takecareof.com and enter the promo code DOGOON. 
25% off your first month. For personalized care of vitamins, visit takecareof.com and enter the promo code, or one word, do go on. D-O-G-O-O-N. And now, let us do go on with the show. He also said uh, that he was... Uh, that when he was a kid, he saw uh, he was reading a book of Leonardo da Vinci drawings, and in that there's a. So he's looking at it. He's reading a book. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Uh, there's, a, there's a picture of, uh, of what was called an ornithopter, which was like a helicopter with with big flappy wings, mm. and he was like, "Well, that looks to me like a Batman." Ah. So I'll, I'll that's I'll put that in there, and it's my my drawing of the Batman. So da Vinci. And so the the design of Batman that he presented was pretty close to the one you know people know of now, kind of that grey grey full body suit and it's got the the cowl that covers his face and the ears and the cape and he's swinging right. down from a rope and he's like what do you reckon about that and they're like absolutely you know absolutely not <laughs> this is the worst idea we've ever seen uh-huh. so he's a writer illustrator he's actually done the original drawings well, as well bit, well well he he's an illustrator and so i think the idea was uh, according to what he would say he would he would you know he created this character here it is and they would go okay now get us some stories and then he would Go away, and then he would come back with some some mm. early stories. So, um, hang on, where are we? Where are we? We're in the studio, Matt. No, no, incorrect. Have you? Oh no, we've so, lost him. They um. <laughs> so the um. Fix it in the fix it in post. <laughs> there was the Superman's big hit at the moment, and he's he's taken it in like such a different direction because you've got the basically indestructible, powerful guy. Yes. With one weakness to a, just a guy. Just a guy, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, in this, and I think maybe uh, I would definitely say that this is the, the that's part of his appeal over the years. Is um, yeah, he is just a guy. It's a it's a character that you don't kids kids can be like you know they don't have to. You don't have to be a man from another world. You could yeah. just, you could just, and it was, a, you know, a thing to kids. Hey, if you work really hard, if you and get billions of dollars, billions of dollars. That's why I then... like Captain America because hmm. all he did was be a nice person and get a serum. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so the first Batman story uh, was published in Detective Comics number twenty-seven, which is a collector's item these days. Although not as much of a collector's item as Action Comics number one. First appearance of Superman, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was called The Case of the Chemical Syndicate. And in this story, uh, Commissioner Gordon, he uh, he invites his friend socialite Bruce Wayne to a crime scene. They're going to investigate a crime scene. <laughs> uh, and You bring the brandy. <laughs> yeah, you bring the brandy. And they investigated this crime scene and it turns out that there's, you know, a group of crooks and they're going to be, uh, they're, they're, they're stealing from this chemical company and you know, they, they figure mm. this out. And then later... Batman arrives on the scene and he defeats all the criminals and then he takes off and then Bruce Wayne reemerges and he and Commissioner Gordon's like, "Well, what a what a situation just happened there." And then and Bruce Wayne's like, "I know what a what an incredible turn of events that this Batman has shown up and defeated all these criminals." And then he goes back to his stately Wayne Manor and of course it's revealed that he in fact is the Batman himself. Oh, so we, you don't know that reading it until... You don't know until the end. Oh, that's great. I, mean, I love if, that. If you're an idiot, I guess. <laughs> well, that's well I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, so there were simpler times. You know you who know? you're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm reading that going, guess that was a weird turn of events. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, back to the mansion. Yeah. So, oh, hang on. So, so the earlier versions of Batman were sort of inspired by pulp characters like The Shadow. Uh, uh, so the early versions of Batman were way... Uh, there were there were definitely 
happier to just kill criminals. Right. So the early versions of Batman is just like machine gunning people from his from his bat copter. Fuck yeah. Or like hanging people from the back of it. Oh, that's wow. too far. And there's a character from early on called the Monk who turns out to be a vampire oh. and, and, and all his, his henchmen are also vampires and there's a scene where Batman just stakes them all through the heart. Like he finds them sleeping in their coffins and he just stakes them all to death. And that, so, wait... Are you saying modern Batman wouldn't kill vampires? I, I don't think he would because they're sentient beings. They're 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 intelligent. Oh, they're also kind of Batman. If you are, think about they it. They are bat. They're a little bit Batmany, aren't they? <gasps> yeah. Uh, so over the course of. Um, so I, I should say that this has taken me um, for a bit of a surprise because I was sure we were going to be doing an episode about Melbourne's founding father. Oh, John Batman. John Batman. Yeah, for sure. So this has really thrown me. <laughs> oh, no. Should I go back and do some... I can, <laughs> I can wing it, I guess. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I'll give it a try. Um, so... Of Batman Avenue. Yeah. Yes. Real bad guy, apparently. But oh. That's a shame. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Okay, so in Dete- by Detective Comics uh, number 29, we've got more established uh, elements of the Batman mythos. He's got a batarang for the first time. He's famous... Throwing a weapon, a batarang. Uh, what yeah. is that? A, is that a play on words for something, or is that a fully made up word? What do you mean, batarang? Boomerang? Seriously? <laughs> I never. Figured, I never figured that out. Really? I'm like, what is that? A play on words? It's so far from boomerang to me that I was not able to. Batarang is so far from boomerang. Sounds more like like catarang, which isn't anything. Uh, Dedarang, the country ketamine, town. The horse ketamine, yeah. Okay, yeah. mm. I'm in a K hole yeah. right now. <laughs> Look, get me out of here. Uh, I've fallen down a K hole. I'm going to be grow up to become K man. <laughs> uh, let's see. In uh, in Detective Comics 29, we've got his utility belt, which contains all his crime funny gadgets and uh, snacks. Could be some snacks. Yeah. Sure, there's a muesli bar. Power in there. bar. I Surely, power bars, I mean, yeah. oh it would, god, it would yeah. be definitely called a batter bar, though. Yeah, batter bar. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's a bat. No, that's what we call a battered Mars bar. Oh. You deep fry Mars bar. That's called a batter bar. Batter bar. Yeah, great. And if you like, if you're out fighting crime, that's not a quick in and out job. You know, like that can take ages. Take ages. Stakeouts. If I don't eat for a couple of hours, are you hours, doing an infomercial right now? <laughs> no, I'm just letting you know something about me. We in the ad now. We're in the ad. Because we're about to be overseas together, so I'm just letting you know that if I don't eat for a couple of hours, I'm I'm a grump. Stopping crime isn't an in and out kind of. <laughs> Hi, he wasn't listening. At I'm all the Batman. <laughs> Jess, on the tour, all you have to remember is check your utility belt, get the muesli bar, oh, and you'll be back. Do go on utility belts. I'm gonna, yes, I'm gonna Batman's get us utility belt yellow. Utility Fit belt. Right in. You love yellow. I love yellow. I'm literally wearing yellow, yellow right now. Yellow, yellow. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, in issue 31, we got the Bat Plane. His first. Uh, his first uh, vehicle for killing people off, I guess. Um, and then in uh, Detective Comics 33, that's where we get his origin story, which is two, it's two pages, oh. again, where, where his parents are killed and he vows vengeance against all... Uh, and that right. one is, is the only one it's the Joker is in the, um, the first movie? Yes, I can give you some, some background on that. So uh, the, initially it's, it's a nobody... Uh, and then there's a story many years later where Batman is investigating a, a mid-level sort of mob guy called Joe Chill. And <laughs> cool name, right? Pretty cool. Fucking right? cool yeah, name. Cool, cool name. Mr. Chill. Mr. Chill. Chill. And then what he and then he through his investigations he discovers that that Joe Chill was in fact the mugger that killed his parents. Oh my god, that's giving me chills. And he confronts this guy and he's like Surprise, I'm Batman, but I'm also Bruce Wayne. You killed my parents. What are you going to do about Prepare it? Prepare to die. And then, <laughs> Indigo Montoya style. And then so then then Joe Chill goes to his man and he's like, 
uh, guys, I, I I don't know how to break this to you, but I created Batman. You know that guy who's a who's a menace to all our to our, to our criminal careers. Yeah. And then, as luck would have it, they all kill him. They all, oh. they all get together and kill him before he can. Uh, because well, he created Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's, that's feels odd. clumsy and yeah, weird. Exactly. Well, the comic books, you know. Guys. Oh, yeah. clumsy and weird. Then, uh, I thought that was comic book readers. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds. And then later on in the nineties. They were like, because remember the 90s were really extreme? Remember, remember Nah, remember? we were super young in the 90s. Man, no, no, my 90s were but remember so when, extreme. Remember, remember, when you, remember when you were born and then they, your parents just put you on a snowboard straight away and yeah. just chucked you down a mountain because the 90s were really gnarly. extreme. So in the 90s, they were like, we've got to make Batman even grimmer than he is now. So what they did is they had Batman go through a time portal and uh, he went to a time and then he discovered that when his parents were being... When, he, when his parents were murdered, that Joe Chill was in fact in jail for another crime, so it couldn't have been. Oh. So then he was like, "Oh no! Not only did I get that guy killed, but also uh, it, it, that wasn't that wasn't that oh. it wasn't the guy that vengeance killed my parents. Has vengeance served. has not been served. Vengeance has not been served. So it was sort of a retcon. It was, but then they retconned did, it again. So why it's did Joe Chill again? Why did oh. Joe Chill say, "Yeah, that was me"? If he didn't do it. I killed Who so knows? many. You killed so yeah. many yeah. bloody you opera boys. And... I killed track. so many parents, yeah, mate. Exactly, he left yeah. heaps of kids orphans. How yeah. was he to keep track? I mean, That's why they call me the orphaner. Yeah, yeah. Chances are eventually <laughs> one of them was going to turn into some sort of Batman. I mean, Batman, exactly. statistically, yeah. yes. Yeah. But anyway, you're right. In the 1989 Batman movie, uh, he's, his parents are killed by a man named Jack Napier. I think it was the first movie I saw. At who, the becomes, who, becomes, uh, who becomes the Joker later. But there's another mugger with him, and that is implied to be Joe Chill. Ah, oh, so cool. He's so, there. so he's there, but he's not there. He's that's, that's an incredibly dark film for a child to be seeing yeah. for the first time at yeah. the cinema, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I don't think my granddad knew, and no one did. <laughs> yeah. So it is quite weird looking back. I don't, yeah, but mm. it, yeah, I was a toddler. <laughs> so yeah, it, exactly, it was yeah. really yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> what in eighty nine? Yeah, I was a very slow developer. <laughs> took me centuries. Uh, so anyway, uh, you're at school. Uh, in uh, Detective Comics thirty eight, we get the introduction of Robin, who is Batman's sidekick. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, why is he, you know when the, when they, all these new movies come out, they're like, oh, you know, why bring in Robin? Blah blah blah. You know, he's just a, this this silly, colourful character. But he's been around basically as long as." As Batman has, mm. he's been around right. since 1940. So, and basically, he was introduced because uh, Batman needed a friend. Batman doesn't need a friend. Well, he needed a friend, and he also needed somebody to exposition towards. Yeah, because yes. like like Sherlock Holmes has a Watson. I love it's Watson. weird that Batman's always just thinking really, really long pieces of text to himself. And yeah, like, right. we need a little. And then also the idea, of course, was that having a, a kid sidekick meant that. Uh, kids could relate more to the character because it's hard to relate to Batman, but it's, if, if, right. you know, yeah. kids are always getting into funny little well, scraps and nearly being murdered by the Joker, you know? So. Why wasn't that, hasn't that really played, like it wasn't in the, no, not really in the Nolan No, in, trilogy. in the Nolan trilogy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the third one is implied he's going to yeah. be Robin or the next Batman or something. It's a bit vague. And the, and the 89 one as well didn't. Uh, I don't think, but uh, that sort of turns into the one where Robin comes in, right? Correct, yes. yes sort of, even though yeah. it's like totally. Okay, we'll certainly get to those. Great, sorry. Point. No, please. This, but yeah, this, I, this, for people people can't see this, but this is just an assortment of loose notes right. on, on paper, well, so I'll go back and I don't think I really, because I don't think I really like Robin that much as a character. He, he always Robin, seems, an, oh, the ones from the movies. <laughs> okay. 
and the TV show. Because depending on who you, depending on how you count them, there's been somewhere between four and seven Robins. So. Yeah, there's one called Bruce Graham or something like that. Yeah, there's one called Bruce Graham. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Some of, oh, no, yeah, it wouldn't we, be we'll Bruce. Talk to, we'll, we can talk about him later. I Dick think. Grayson. There is a Dick Grayson. That's the first one. That's the one from uh, the movies and the TV show. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I just found, yeah, something about it. I'm just like, just let Batman be Batman. Yeah, I like right. him being a loner. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way as well. That's it's he's. Uh, I find that more relatable because you're a yeah. I'm a what, Nick? A loner. Like yeah, a cool, a lone wolf. Yes, a, a wealthy, wolf. wealthy yeah. loner. You've got a wolf pack that yeah. do go on crew, but you could yeah. very easily go out. How at oh, the moon? Yeah, yeah how at the moon? We only catch up once a week, and yeah. that's enough. Mm-hmm. Other than that, solo. Yeah, solo trader. Yeah, solo, <laughs> solo drinker. Uh, this was also when, uh, uh, shortly afterwards, uh, we got Batman number one, which was his own solo series, but the stories continued. So, uh, we, we, we were getting, we were getting Batman stories in Detective Comics and we were getting Batman stories in, in the Batman comic itself. Mm. So uh, did you have to buy two to keep up with the story? No, they were separate. There oh. were, the, continuity was less of an issue, I think, back in the day. So if you saw, it was mostly you just picked up, pick up one and you had a Batman story. Uh, Batman number one introduces, I believe, the uh, Catwoman and the Joker, two of Batman's recurring uh, villains from for decades. Mm. Uh, what else? Um, 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 uh, by this point, uh, by sort of the mid forties, uh, they were like, okay, let's because this it was getting more popular. They were like, okay, maybe we should take out some of the the more deadly elements of Batman. So he stopped killing people and, and renounced. Uh, Guns and etc. It was never really mentioned. He never really gave them away. It's just they they just stopped bringing. So it. that didn't go all the way back to the start. Like, is he is he now a never a gun guy, or yes. did he make a decision? Uh, he's uh, the, basically the 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 current origin of Batman would suggest that at some point he thought about it, and then he was like, "Nah, better not." You but know. then there's some weird thing that I hear you guys talk about on the Weekly Planet. <laughs> yes, sometimes about uh, Ben Affleck, and yes. he's like he has guns. <laughs> I mean, I can't let that go. Uh, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. I thought he was. You, you knew you were doing that on purpose. I'm doing that on purpose. I think he's doing it on purpose. David, yeah. please. Yeah. Ben Jess, Affleck. Jess and I just looked at each other like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Ben Affleck. I don't think I've, I've hardly pronounced one word right this whole episode so far. Ben and Ben Affleck's the one you go for. Because mm. yeah, that sounds like uh, some sort of exotic dessert. One Ben Affleck. Ben I was thinking that yeah. too. I'll have a Ben and a Ben Affleck, please. <laughs> to go. <Ooh. laughs> so, so in 1943, uh, there was also a Batman newspaper comic strip that kicked off as well. So now there's three continuous storylines happening. Uh, Bob Kane's. Oh, all of these have the this little uh, banner on them that says uh, Batman by Bob Kane. There's a, you, people might recognise this little square, and it's got his name in his own little handwriting, B with a really big O, Bob Bob Kane. Uh, that's on all the mastheads, um, and that's that's interesting because back in the day there was no. What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Back in the day, are you guys making fun of me? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'm making fun of Dave. Okay, great. I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so back in the day, uh, nobody really got a byline. Siegel and Schuster, creators of Superman, famously never really got any credit for their character. But Bob Kane, in the in the first meeting where he went in and he sold his character, nobody really knows what was said. But uh, that's good. Yeah, I, that's exactly. He said, "I know where you live." Exactly. But but he forever got this byline. On it, basically everything, uh, and it later became initially it was that, and then years later, up until 
uh, even maybe 2015, it just, every every piece of Batman media said Batman created by Bob Kane right. on it. Uh, and apparently, according to some people in the know, uh, maybe who heard it secondhand, apparently the contract, which which has never been seen, I don't believe, says that Batman would be forever listed as solely created by Bob Kane. So he could, like, what, whatever negotiating tactic he, he, wow. he it's a, it's employed. It's watertight. It was kind of watertight. Especially back then. Yeah, he showed right. him his balls. Yeah, that <laughs> and <laughs> said, They're terrifying. This is mine, or I will show you these balls. balls again. Exactly. <laughs> and again. Yes. And I know where you live. For every piece I'll of merchandise. I'll show you them there as I'll well. I'll show you yeah. kids my balls. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then they signed I'll show a deal you with dog, him. my balls. <laughs> I'll I'll show that little pretty what is it pa- pa- Peter Pop? Yeah, yeah, I'll show my balls. You funny animals. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so Bob came because he had that that Bob came, Bob came to because, oh be, be, because he had that name in the uh, in the credits he became sort of a a minor celebrity. So as the decades wore on, when he when they created the Batman TV series, which we'll get to shortly afterwards. Uh, when the Batman movies came, mm. like the, the Tim Burton Batman movies came out in the 80s, he sort of, he really embraced, he was kind of a larger-than-life character. Uh, and, and it, like, he went to the, the 1989 Batman premiere in, like, a white suit with, like, a black velvet cape on. Sick. Like, and he got out of the Batmobile just to, to greet all his fans. <laughs> Sounds um, like a mad dog. Yeah, and he, and he, he parlayed that. He stopped uh, a few years later, uh, in, towards, I think, I guess the 60s, he stopped... Uh, drawing, uh, the he, he stepped away from the Batman comic books, and he just started doing, uh, like oil paintings and lithographs of Batman that uh-huh. he would that he would tour around the world with, and people would buy them. Um, anyway, he died in 1998, age 83. Um, and I've got a little quote. This is this is from this is from his headstone, uh, which I'll you know be, be, a bit of fun. Uh, <laughs> Headstones are a bit of fun. They are a bit of fun, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so God bestowed a dream upon Bob Kane, blessed with divine inspiration a rich ima- and a rich imagination. Bob created a legacy known as Batman. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bob Kane, Bruce Wayne, Batman, they are one and the same. Bob infused his dual identity character with his own attributes, goodness, kindness, compassion, sensitivity, generosity, intelligence, integrity, courage, purity of spirit, a love of all mankind. God, no word limit a, on this thing, Exactly. Is it? It's huge. And there's a picture of, like, the bat symbol... Like on, on the on the grave, um, and so basically he left behind this legacy of this character, you know, uh, and uh, you know all, all these amazing creative these these characters, this huge uh, this this huge uh, Rhodes Gallery and all yeah. these supporting characters, and uh, adjusted for inflation, the Batman movies create uh, uh, collectively have made three and a half billion dollars. Billion. Whoa. Speaking of movies, though, and if I if I want to wind it back a little bit. Um, the there's a there's a man named Michael Uslan, um, and he's been a he was a producer on all he's basically been a producer on all the Batman movies. Like he started the Burton Batman movies up until Justice League, which is the most recent one. Uh, and he's he was a comic book fan since he was a little kid. And in 1965, uh, he convinced his parents to take him to the first. New York Comic Con, like the the first one that ever happened. Wow, Comic Con's been going since '65. Well, it's actually been going before that. This was considered the first official Comic Con because before that, like fans had created Comic Cons just to get there and talk about, uh, you know, comic books. But this was the first one where like creators and artists and writers would would show up. 
Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, and, and this was at the Broadway Central Hotel, which was kind of a rickety... This is July 31, 1965, Broadway Central Hotel. This was a very dodgy, rickety hotel. Apparently three months after this convention, the roof caved in and the, 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 the building was condemned. But uh, So Michael Uslan, who was this big comic book fan, he convinced his parents to take him and his younger brother... Uh, to this comic book convention, and they were so thrilled. It was super exciting, and because he, you know, he, he's loved comic books since he was, you know, a tiny little kid. Um, and he, he and his brother went up to a bar to order a couple of cokes just to just to take a little rest from all the excitement of the comic con. And they ran into a guy. His name's Otto Binder. He's a he was a very very prolific uh, comic book writer from from back in the day, and he was having a conversation with another man who they didn't recognize. Uh, and Otto Binder, uh, he he'd written fraction comics and adventure comics, and he created. Uh, he he worked on the, the Shazam, Captain Marvel family, just so so many thousands thousands of issues, and they were so excited to meet him. And he's and then then the, this Otto Binder said to those kids, "Hey, would you kids like to meet the creator of Batman?" And they were so fired. They were like, "This, this is so exciting. We're gonna meet Batman." And they turned to this kid, this this guy, who they didn't. They were like, "We're gonna meet Bob Kane. This is the Bob Kane, the, the guy in the." Oh. And they turned to this guy, and it's. It's it's not Bob Kane. It's a it's a different man, oh. um, and so and I, I might you, you're gonna need I'm gonna need you all to steady yourself. Uh, this is a man of the name of Bill Finger. So <gasps> Bill Finger. Yeah, it's, a, it's a silly silly name. That's a stupid it's name. Because some of the people who um, message in to say want the Batman episode, they wanted to hear about Bill Finger. Yeah, right. So, I forgot about that. Yeah, Bill Finger. Bill so. Finger. Bill Finger's the real. Well, here's, so here's the thing. So, so again, every masthead had always said Batman, created by Bob Kane, um, and there's actually so basically what happened is the thing about Batman because he's the world's greatest detective. So I guess the fans who who aspired to be like Batman also became little detectives. And there was a there was a huge fan of Batman at the time. His name was uh, Jerry Bales, and he, he he was like, okay, so there's detective comics and there's Batman comics, and there's a Batman newspaper strip. Like, how how was it that Bob Kane had time to write all this all and draw that. all this, and mm. like, and this, and so he wrote to DC Comics, uh, and this was at the time when if you wrote to a comic company, they would they would write you back. And, and <laughs> uh, I want to talk about uh, you know something that could have legal ramifications. Yes, exactly. I'm a 13 year old boy. Can you then, please write me back? And they were like, oh, hey, no worries, little Timmy. Yeah. We'll uh, send you all the uh, details. This is our lawyer's name. If you want to ask any more questions. <laughs> yeah. He's a little so, showbag. So one of the, so they, he was like, so do, is Bob Kane right? Everything else who writes, who writes Batman stories? And they wrote him back and they were like, okay, this is, here's some contributors. Here's some artists. But the, the name that came up was a guy called Bill Finger who, who'd been ghostwriting this character for, not from 1939 to 1965. Whoa! So, um, so, the, so the story goes that in 1939, uh, Bob Kane. Yeah, he, again, he went away on a Friday, and he went and he went uh, to create this character called the Batman. I'll find I'll find a little photo. Uh, he created just a little one, just please. A little photo. It's very it's very small. Uh, outside of that one time, you say he created the Batman. You've dropped the the. Do they use the the much? Initially, he's the, the bat man, the bat hyphen man. Yeah. Uh, it got dropped, I want to say the 50s. Right. Yeah. So it's around that for a little while. Wrong there. Please, people, everyone. Similar to Facebook. It. Yeah, the Facebook, exactly. Facebook man. So he went to. So he they went, dropped. Facebook man. Oh, book man. <laughs> Face man. Ooh. Yeah. 
from the eighteen. He's a guy with a face. Yes, man. Um, That's so cool. he went. So he, so he he went away, and he created his character, the Batman. Mm. Now th- this version of the Batman sort of wears uh, like a like a red union, like a bright red union suit. He's got the big black trunks. Uh, he's got a he's got blonde hair. You can see his head. He's got a little domino mask on, and he's got these big stiff. Sort of bat wings, ah. yeah, okay. like that. Oh, oh, it looks yeah. like a yeah. devil, a demon. Like a, a little, little so. Um, Nothing like a bat. Not so much like a bat. So then he called a friend of his, Bill Finger, who he'd also gone to high school with, uh, and who was a, an aspiring writer and also a shoe what salesman. What a school! Uh, I can tell you. I'd have to find it. But no, it's... I mean, what I'm saying. What a school! What a school! It was yeah, more of right? a not. Yeah. What's the school? <laughs> school. You need details. I need to send need my names. future children there. And, and Bill Finger was basically like. Okay, well, this isn't going to work. Okay, so what you need, you need the costume to be darker because he's a creature of the night. He's a bat, so they made it grey and black. Then he was like, okay, he's got this little domino mask on. People are going to see his face and criminals are not going to be intimidated by that. So how about give him a cowl that covers his whole face, give him the bat ears because then he's more like a bat. And then he's like, okay, these these stiff wings are not going to be practical. How about give him a cape? Instead, and give it like a scalloped edge so it looks like bat wings. He can flat behind him. Fully designed it. Fully designed it. And then he was like, okay, and there's nothing. Maybe put a symbol on the chest, like break up the, <laughs> put, put a bat on there so we know he's the Batman. That guy does look sick, but yeah, it's <laughs> not at all like Batman. He's, re- he's totally sick. He looks sick, yeah. bro. So, um, so basically, he brought, so Jerry Bales, who was this big fan uh, of, of, comic books and mm. of, of Bill Finger was like, okay, we're going to bring you to this comic book convention and you can talk about this. And so he, he basically came out as this guy who'd been writing for, for Bob Kane. Oh, wow. but, oh so, so I, should, I, should, I should dial it back a little bit. So basically um, Bill Finger, d- writer, designed this character and then basically he went, okay, here it is. And then Bob Kane went to DC and was like, okay, I created this character. Here it is. And uh, I created this. And uh, my so, name on everything, thank you. Yeah, and so he said, or I'll show yeah. you my balls. So, and he was like, hey, and then he came back to Bill, Bill, and he was like, okay, just letting you know, uh, I I sold it. Congratulations, we did it. Um, but because I I made the sale, my name's going to be on it, and um, I'll pay you a portion of my salary. But there was never any contract written out. Right. So the idea was that. Hmm. Bill would write. Bill, Bill got would, fingered. Yes, Bill would write the stories. <laughs> thank you, and Kane would draw the stories. Right. So that was the, that was the arrangement. He um, caned him for some time with Bill's finger. <laughs> and so Jerry Bales, who was this this huge fan, he actually wrote an article. It was a two page article. Do you have a question? I was going to say. So Bill Finger was the he wrote the stories. Yes. And and Kane drew them. But also, Bill yes. Finger basically designed. He designed Batman. Also, so he yes. designed how he looks, and yeah. he wrote all the stories. Well, I mean, there there is some there. I, Bob Kane certainly did write some of the stories, and he created some of the characters. Like, um, so uh, Bob Kane's initial idea, people, you know, uh, they both came up with the idea. Okay, well, Batman should have a sidekick because he needs somebody to talk to. And Bob Kane's idea was a character called Mercury. He was, a, he was a teen boy and he had a super costume that gave him superpowers. Ah. And Bill Finger was just like, what the fuck? Maybe just make him a regular, just a regular kid. How about yeah, that? that would be weird to have your sidekick being more powerful, powerful than, than you. Yeah. Right, exactly. Mm. So, so Jerry Bales wrote a little article. It was a two-page article called uh, If the Truth Be Known or A Finger in Every Plot. And it was this two-page <laughs> article basically saying, hey, everybody, just letting you know, in case you're wondering, uh, Bill Finger, there's, he's this guy and he created all these characters. Um and wow, Jerry! 
championing. Right. But of course, he, he couldn't really publish that anyway, so he basically just Xeroxed a whole bunch of copies, and if anybody was curious, like he he would accept letters from people who were curious about it or he'd find out their details or he'd see them at comic book conventions he would give them a copy or he'd right. mail them out a copy. Um, huh. Anyway, so Bob Kane responded to this. He went to a Batman fanzine called Batmania uh, and he called uh, and, and um, uh, Bill Finger also spoke on that day on that Comic Con and he spoke about, it. yeah, I did create a lot of this stuff. And basically... Bob Kane went to this fanzine and he was like, hey, love your work, big fan of your fanzine, read it all the time, love it. Uh, <laughs> he was like, just letting you know that um, Bill Finger's statement about the creation of, of, of Batman, it was fraudulent and entirely untrue. Uh, the truth is Bill Finger is taking credit for much more than he deserves. I refute much of his statements here in print. Uh, and he said he claimed to create the Batman figure and costume entirely by myself. Um, wow. Yeah. Drama. Yeah, so, so basically, what happened is, uh, yeah, they he Bill and Bob met at a party one time, uh, and and only Bob, Bob only dealt with with DC directly. He was the only one, and apparently DC, he never told anyone about Bill, and people at DC never asked because again, it was this situation where it was like, um, as long as you're bringing the work in, we don't care. But yeah. a child did ask in letter form, That's and right, they did. Yeah, they give did. Well, the so, yeah, I guess I guess eventually they figured it out. Like after. A decade or so, right. they figured it out, and they're just like, "All right then." Uh, where else gonna? Where, wow! Yeah. Ah, this story has got it all. This story's got it all, right? Yeah. It's got a little hook to it. Now let me find the rest of the hook. Hang on, let me. Let me uh, okay. So yeah, so the 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 characters that were in doubt that people uh, either Bob or Bill had a hand in uh, Batman, obviously mm. Catwoman. Uh, Robin, the Penguin, the Joker, the Riddler, the Scarecrow, uh, Commissioner Gordon, uh, Bruce Wayne, the the identity of Batman. Uh, Bill Finger said that he uh, he thought of the character Robert the Bruce, the uh, the, the Scottish uh, nobleman, uh, and Wayne was also a very very nobleman, so he created that name. Right. Uh, he named Gotham City. Uh, he he uh, named the Batmobile. He created the the <laughs> the um, the notion of the the dark knight that's his his okay. his, his name Stop uh, leaving a lot of scraps the bat cave he also wrote the two-page origin story in which batman got his origin right. okay so, yeah so that's you know not much um, no, so what's exactly. left like gecko man as a bad no, guy no well, there's something. the riddler he wasn't yeah. mentioned the riddler uh, gecko who man. the riddler was mentioned uh like oh. i guess bob Kane definitively definitively created two-face who is the, character? the the, uh, the yeah. attorney who is scarred by acid and becomes a famously played by Tommy Tommy Lee Jones. Lee he was played Lee. he was played by Billy D Williams in the first movie and then Tommy Lee Jones uh, many years later. Um, what else? Clayface. Uh, <laughs> All right, you, can you just go through ones that people have heard of? No, people know Clayface. <laughs> go on. Um, Clayface never heard of Clayface. Would you Would you do a quick challenge for me? Go ahead. What can you rank? Give me the top ten in order, most famous. So Batman would be number one in this in the Batman world. Yep. Would number two? Would you? You'd say it'd be Joker, right? I'd say it's probably the Joker. Yeah. Then number three would be Robin. Robin. Then Robin. Catwoman. Uh, yep, Catwoman. Okay. Penguin, Scarecrow. They'd all be up there. Mm-hmm. And then I. Could, you haven't said the Butler Poison yet. Poison Ivy. Have you? Oh, Alfred. Yeah, Alfred oh. the Butler. Poison Ivy. Thank you. There we go. Poison yeah. Ivy. What about yeah. um, Captain Freeze? Oh, Mister um, Freeze. Uh, nice to freeze you. Yes. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Ice to freeze there, you. Yes, yeah. that's very correct. Yes. Uh, let's see. Was that was that a, a who, who was that a finger or or a, a cane? 
Ice to Freeze You. Ah, that's a good question. Or a Bruckheimer. I think he might have been, because he wasn't a really big character. He was just kind of, he was really a nothing character for a really long time. Mm. Um, He would resent that, but I think you'd probably right. He was originally called Mr. Zero. He actually wasn't Mr. Freeze. Uh, And then in the 1960s they needed, for the Batman TV series, they needed a bunch of relatively harmless characters like no serial killers, no two faces, uh, etc. And they were like, okay, let's get this. This guy seems jovial and harmless. So they renamed him Mr. In. Freeze and they right. brought him into the TV series. Yeah. Is there anybody, and I don't know if you're going to cover this later. I'm uh-huh. sorry if I'm That's jumping right. ahead. Is there anybody else besides Alfred yep. who knows Bruce Wayne's secret? Oh, heaps of people. Ah. Okay, so. Red Fox? Sorry? Red Fox? Oh, Lucius Fox? Lucius Fox? Uh, look, so it's, but look. The the idea is behind Batman is, you know, he's this mysterious figure of the night and nobody knows who he is, but basically everybody knows oh. who he is. So Commissioner Gordon probably knows, but he uh, doesn't want to say anything. Right. Catwoman knows because they've had an on and off relationship for years. Hot. Uh, all the Robins know, so that's like another seven people. Uh, the Riddler knows, but uh, for some reason he won't tell. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a riddle trapped in a he's a riddle trapped yeah. in uh, an enigma. Yeah, enigma enigma he's probably trying to tell people but he's telling it in riddle, riddle form, form and no yes, one can exactly. crack it yeah 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 he's and... a wainy bruise <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand wainy bruise <laughs> I don't get it Jim Carrey uh, tell us what are you trying to say yeah just a whole bunch of tone it down it's, oh, the, worst, okay. it's the worst kept secret in comics really oh, yeah. that's interesting I didn't yeah. realize that who plays um who most famously plays Alfred. I wonder. Oh, yeah, that's a good question, <clears throat> David. <clears throat> Dave, do you have any idea who plays Alfred? Yes, I believe it was uh, Cesar Romero in the original. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. That was the he joke. would have been a You're good... thinking of Michael Gow from 1989's Batman. <laughs> yeah. Michael Gow. Yes. Michael Gow. Wait, hang on. Oh, I think he might even be here now. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> My name is Michael Gow. And I am not related to Bob. Michael, Mr. Kane, are you okay? I'm sorry, Master Wayne. Bruce. The Lamborghini then. I'm (laughs) much more subtle. Struggling to breathe. Wow, I don't remember this, but. Star Fader choking him out? Yeah. It's a beautiful retelling. Thank you. And scene. Very good. Yeah, that was I did that uh, to be the drama queen at school. So did you? Not <laughs> drama queen. What are you guys? What were you guys? Drama captains. Drama queen. <laughs> Sorry, drama queen. Anyway, what around. I might do is I'll talk a little bit, a, a tiny little bit more about Bill Finger. I might come back to him later, but uh, I'll just get get that other. Then we can talk about the history of Batman, maybe in the TV shows and the movies and the animated shows and all that sort of stuff. Oh my How's God. that sound? I'm Everyone so hunker down. <laughs> We're in for the long haul. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm loving this. You're loving it. Uh, Okay, so uh, in 1972, Bill Finger, uh, there's not a lot because Bob Kane was this huge guy and he was this huge character and and he was all over the place. He was all over the media. He did a lot of interviews and stuff like that. But Bill Finger never really talked to anybody. There's maybe like two surviving interviews with him. And at a certain point there was only three photographs of him. He was kind of an enigma like, nobody really knew him. Do you reckon he's a real person? He's definitely a real person. We'll get to it. We'll, 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 maybe we'll finish up with Bill Finger. We'll talk about him at the end. You'd change your name, though, wouldn't you? I wouldn't. Well, actually, Finger. Bill, Bill Finger, not his real name. Oh, get oh, fucked. Yeah, he did you change his name. He chose Finger. I he love didn't choose it. Finger. Okay. He chose Bill. So, yeah, he chose Bill. 
Uh, one, one, one interview. All right, it's a... William Finger. <laughs> one of the one of the Willie Finger. Oh no, oh, you, would Bill. you would go Bill. Yeah, you would go Bill. Um, yeah. So in 1972, there's a, there was a, a an audio interview with him, and he says, "Look, uh, regarding his work on Batman, he says I was a ghost. I really was. It wasn't until later that uh, DC found out that I was the writer, and the Bob Kane wasn't the writer." Um, He's so humble. He's a little, little bit humble. Hang on, I'll find a little... Can you be a little bit humble? Yes, I, I can, thank so, you. So this is from that tape. He says, but when I, so when I came up there for the first time meeting the DC offices, gee, there I was, a kid in these big offices. Bob Kane was using me as a kind of tool all this time to bolster his own paycheck. Ah, so, yeah, so he was kind of like his... Robin to his uh, the Batman. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, Finger was Robin. Finger was the Robin. Yeah, and and Bill Finger again. He produced a lot of again so much so much that that became part of the Batman mythos. Like you know, again, so many of the the, the supporting characters and the villains and like one one of the one one thing that uh, made Batman very popular was that like the scale of all the adventures. There's a lot of. Uh, and and making Gotham City the character as well, like Gotham City was filled with all these weird props and kind of like there's there's a go ahead go ahead Matt no yeah, this you, is, I lo- that is very funny that yeah. you, know, you know when I was watching the movie I couldn't help but feel the ca- the there's an extra character the in this film and it doesn't have a credit this doesn't have an actor <laughs> quality sleep is essential that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library, and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching! <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI... Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. (laughs) And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music, or eBooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just Carrie and Miranda and, <laughs> yeah. and the other two. The city, the city, the sex in the city is yeah. the real character. Yeah. And there they are. Yeah. Hello, I'm Gotham City. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, Dave, I think did my bad <laughs> impersonation rub off on you there. Uh, what? You've lost it. <laughs> I like to think I inspired you in everything you do. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha.
What's his real name again? Does anybody remember? A uh, bit okay? William Finger. Ah, there we go. Yes. Willie Finger. <laughs> Willie. Oh, it's, it's the classic Willie Wony Finger <laughs> scenario. Ooh, Ooh boy. boy. Anyway, Gotham City is kind of like its character on its own. Uh, but like uh, the Batman comics were, were known for like these huge. Uh, set pieces on like you know Batman would fight some villains on a giant typewriter, or because like, you know that was part of the city, or like you know, or like in in if if you look at a if you if you Google the Batcave, one of the images of the Batcave is there's there's like a giant robot dinosaur and there's a giant penny, and these are all like like tokens of his adventures that he that he collected oh. over the years, and that that was all Bill Finger was all these characters, all the, all these little bits and pieces that sort of added to the mythos. Wow. Apparently he would like he would like bus around New York City and he had a little book and he would just collect little ideas and, and they would, uh, would... <laughs> Oh giant penny. A giant penny, exactly. Well, he it, needed to get on a bus exactly. to figure that one out. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, well he apparently one, one time he went past a place called the Gotham Jewelers and that's that's where ah. it came from. So, Tiny bus. <laughs> so was so Gotham City is sort of based on New York City? Yes it is, yeah. Cool. Concrete jungle. Exactly. Uh, yeah, my dreams are made of. It. Bloody <laughs> rat race, huh? Right. Pave paradise. Yeah, catch that train and work every day, buddy. Bloody paving the bloody pavement. Pavement. That's what I do. Paving oh, pavement. Little, here's, a little fun, here's a little fun tidbit. Uh, the Batman TV series, uh, Bill Finger was the only comic book writer to write a TV episode. Oh. Uh, no, none of no, no other comic book writers ever did. They were, all, they were all TV writers. He does it all. Yeah, so this was... Um, it was, it was the episode The Clock King's Crazy Crimes, featuring the Clock King. <laughs> clock King Crazy Crime. Mm. Giant clock. And he, <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. There was a giant clock. Thank the you. human yeah. Big crown. Yeah. Was uh, rejected for a bank loan. <laughs> uh, uh, so, he wrote, uh, so he wrote this with a friend of his who was a TV writer called Charles Sinclair, and uh, they, they submitted the script, and Charles Sinclair recalls in an interview later, he said, okay, they, they bought this, and Bill said to him, listen, there's, a, there's only one request if because it said The Clock King's Crazy Crimes by Charles Sinclair and Bill Finger. And he said, would it be okay if I was put first in the in, in the in the title? So that would that would be nice. Bill, you diva. I know, right? But they did. So if you if you look at the that title, but, uh, he, did he say was it would you if if it's okay? Yeah, if it's okay. Like, if you don't mind. Did, it's okay. humble, so I thought he was gonna say Bill Finger and uh, Charles Sinclair. That's I thought you were gonna say right there. I thought he was going to ask. My one request is that I actually get credited for this. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Until, right? like, I'm, I'm afraid now. Yeah. You'd be so paranoid. Yeah. So that is literally his only published credits. Wow. For, for, for Batman up until, well, well, we'll get to it a little bit Was later. it a good episode? Famously the best episode, it was it? been one of the best episodes. Crazy yeah. Clockworth, uh, Crazy Clint's Crazy Prices. Yeah, Clint's Everything crazy on the, Clint's, yeah. It's on the yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah. It's Alpha out da- the door. Upper Daily's uh, discount warehouse, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Bill didn't do a lot after that. He he wrote some. He'd write like articles for like carpentry magazines, and he'd write uh, like for like the. I know another guy who wrote articles for carpentry magazines. <laughs> yes, and who was that? Fuck. <laughs> Tell me about it. Please don't. Okay, he would also write for like the the. There's a place called the Army Pictorial Center where they would do like they would like make like. Instructional videos for people in the army. He would write for that sort of stuff. Oh my god, what a fall! From yeah, guys. exactly. That's right. This guy um, created the most famous comic book character of all time. Yeah, in the seventies, he went back to working for DC, but he didn't work on any superhero stuff. He worked on mostly mystery stuff. Uh, he worked on mainly instructional videos. Exactly. In on January 18, 1974, he had two of these mystery stories due. He handed in one of them, and he went home, and presumably to work on it. Uh, and then, sometime later. Uh, his friend Charles Sinclair, the TV writer, was like, well, I haven't seen him in a while. I should probably 
probably see 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 what he's mm. up to, and he came. He he uh, he went there, and he passed he passed away. Uh-huh. Uh, he he had a, a history of um history of uh, passing attacks. away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, been was, revived many times. Could have it, been revived. It ran in his family, actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, every member of his family in generations before him had passed away. His yeah. grandfather. Oh my god. His great grandfather. They were expecting this to happen at some point. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. so sad. Um. That's so, maybe that's what Crazy Clint's clock was counting down to. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. I guess Crazy Clint's clock finally got, hit midnight. Hey, in a way. Even Crazy Clint's <laughs> clock. Is right twice a day. <laughs> Just like our low, low prices. <laughs> They're only right twice a day. No, no, it's a giant clock. I the can't... shop's only open <laughs> twice a day for expected. one minute. I can't be expected to Quick, open this you want to check out our... Yeah, you can have a look at our clocks now <laughs> for the next minute. They're all working very well, as you can see. <laughs> all right, out the door. You want to either make the purchase or get the fuck out. That's an intercom announcement. Crazy Clint's uh, Crazy Clocks will be closing in approximately one minute. Thank you very much. We're also opening right now. <laughs> so anyway, after the death of uh, so in in 1989, so many years later, uh, Bob Kane. This is this is after the the release of the Batman movie. Bob Kane released his autobiography, which he released with uh, he wrote it with a man named Thomas Andre. Uh, and in this autobiography, on uh, page 44. There's a line, uh, now that my longtime friend and collaborator is gone, I must admit that Bill never received the fame and recognition he deserved. Oh, you, you piece of shit. He was an unsung hero. Because oh. he came into the strip after I had created Batman, he did not get a byline. Um, if I, I often tell my wife if I could go back 15 years before he died, I would like to say, I'll put your name on it now. You deserve it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's but nice, right? Yeah. It's a little too yeah. late, but it's still nice. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Now that he's no longer a legal threat. Exactly, yeah. So it seems that Bob Kane did have some regrets. He, he went back and forth. He had some regrets, but also I think he was in a position where he couldn't reveal... Like that, yeah. That that was kind. That that Bill Finger had a real, a, like a huge impact on on mm. the creation of Batman. Um, at one point, he produced a page that alleged from allegedly from 1934, so four years before he five years before he created Batman, that he created when he was 14 years old, with a with a sketch of a of a Birdman slash Batman. Uh, it was dated January 17th, 1934. Uh, and I'll find a copy for you right now. This is Bob Kane. This is Bob Kane. And he's like, I mean, you know, he did have some contributions, obviously, but but I just wanted to let you know that years beforehand, right. I also I created this character. Oh, wow. And yeah, if that is what, real. What, well, if that's the thing, if it's real. Yeah. Because, again, first of all, why put the date on it? Yeah, that's Who's a bit Who's just sketching strange. some random stuff yeah. as a 14-year-old and they're just like... Better date this. Better date this. Right now, yeah. Also, if you it if has you, the symbol, it's got well, if, yeah, it does. It has it has a bat symbol on it, which his design for the Batman did not have, yeah. And it's also got the cowl with the ears on it, yeah. Mm. So, isn't it weird that he went now years ago? I had this design for a Batman, but I'm not gonna use yeah. that, I'm gonna use this version. So, and, oh, Bill, what what would you what do you want to add to it? All oh, those things from my old, well, just, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Right, Extremely yeah, it sus. does seem a bit sus. Yeah, it does seem a bit sus. Yeah. What an absolute prick. Yeah, it seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. I like the two different reactions over there. Hmm, yeah, seems a little yeah, bit Matt's sus. Yeah, Matt's like, oh. What an absolute prick. <laughs> I don't know. I always, because I know memories are so, um, what do you call it, not trustworthy. 
people like yeah. that much time passes, he'd start. To, I reckon both of them. Yeah. Their memories change things. Well, exactly, and, and I think the more you talk about something, like the, if if you, the more you repeat a lie, yeah. sometimes you even start to believe that lie. Mm. Well, I, I mean, obviously, if you've created fake evidence of creating a character five years earlier by being like, "Look at this drawing that may, if it is made up, yeah, you're a prick." Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that does yeah. feel prickish. But you believe it, and then you go, "I don't have any proof, but it's definitely true." I'm forging this thing to prove this thing I believe is true. Might it still no. dodgy, but you know that story that there's an a the boy who cries wolf American <laughs> journalist who um, cried wolf <laughs> a wolf who cried journalist <laughs> some sort of he was in uh, I think it was in one of the Iraq wars and he um, the the story he told he was he was hit he was in a helicopter that got hit yep. by uh, gunfire or whatever mm. um, but. They went back and found out that he wasn't in that helicopter. He was in a helicopter quite a way back from it, I think. And and then they trace him telling the story, and it slowly morphed. He fully yeah, believed right. it, but every time he told it, he was closer to the action. He was then in the helicopter yeah, that right. got hit. Then he was in the helicopter, went down. He was lucky to be alive. Like it, it got bigger and bigger, and he actually fully believed it. But obviously, that's uh, not ideal for a journalist. Like no, you're quite a famous yes, journalist. I in do know America. that, but also in this instance, that would be like that guy creating a fake video of him being hit yeah. by the rocket and yeah, saying right, this right. happened. Yeah, yeah. Assuming, yeah, assuming if, that, that no, isn't, I'm saying if it is a fake drawing, I mean, it is, which I don't know. Yeah, the circumstances <laughs> would seem a bit. They do feel a bit off. The dating of it yeah, as yeah. a child, but I mean, maybe that. You maybe know, so. I mean, kids could do that. Who knows? It's possible. I'm sure I'd put dates on things at yeah, some point. For sure. mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's weird that he would have yeah. reversed it. But so that red one that he that is definitely what he submitted That's what he at came first. Up with first. Right. He didn't submit that first, but he showed he he showed people that. Right. So, so that was a mistake. Very yeah, and the exact things that Finger Added. suggested are the exact things yeah. that he had originally. So I mean, yeah. Bill did suggest them, but I had already thought of exactly, them. Exactly, but, but it, I just didn't use them. How do we know that Bill definitely suggested them? Isn't that just Bill's word? Yeah, I guess that's true. So I think well, what we've done here is fallen for the trap of going with a guy with a much cooler name and just <laughs> believing him. That's what I've yeah. done. Bill Finger. Sounds trustworthy, huh? Yeah, yeah, right. Bob Kane. Yawn. S- sounds like a politician. Yeah, and I'm not voting for him. <laughs> Bill Finger. Got my vote. Number one finger. <laughs> Yeah, in in uh, his autobiography, Bob Kane's autobiography, also he did he did eventually give again post post the death of his friend he did say okay yeah you know what he did actually corroborate okay well he added the right he added the the that's cape a, and he added the it's also so brutal that he yeah, they were friends and they they worked so closely together it's like why not just say so you're a team yeah. the whole time yeah, exactly because but, but but that's the thing like I think it also it pro- definitely an ego thing but also because so much of his, like his whole his persona whole identity, and, yeah. his, and his fame was, I'm the Batman guy. And to be like, actually, I'm only half the Batman guy. We're the Batman guy. But that would yeah. be fine. It'd be nice. You'd yeah, be able right? to share it. It would It'd actually be, a be better. And Robin situation. Uh, Financially, were they both very well off? No. Or? No, Bob Kane definitely was. Oh. Uh, Bill Finger, not so much. Uh, yeah, See, he, that's sad. Yeah. That's real strange. I just don't understand how you could do that to any, like even someone you don't like, but yeah. let alone your friend who actually yeah. is responsible for your yeah. success. The long, the long running rumor was that Bill Finger was in fact he he was buried in a potter's field, which is a which is a cemetery for people that don't have any family or money, so they just like an anonymous kind of like grave situation. Yeah, uh-huh. 
Do we know if that is true? Well, we'll get to it later, maybe. <gasps> I love him. Oh, All this pre-sizzle. Anyway, what, do you, for what else do you know about Batman? Because we so so Batman. He was he was you know kind of a, a dark Avenger initially, and then he kind of softened up in the forties. By the fifties, uh, I think we maybe we talked about it on one of our other comic book episodes, but. Uh, they introduced the Comics Code Authority in the fifties, which was basically like you yes. can't be no no blood and no death and no don't anybody be mean to each other and whatever. Yeah, and you so talked about this on the original Marvel. There we episode. go. And so I think that took some of the edge off. And so Batman, like the fifties, there was a lot of him dealing with aliens and, oh. and space phenomenon. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. So how? Because in most of his on-screen worlds, that as I understand it, they're basically real worldish. Like yes, certainly the exactly. Nolan thing. Yeah. The the TV show was just like. It was a costume party, really. Yeah, right. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. But but he does exist. Obviously, in in the new movies, he's in an alien world. Yeah, he's in the 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 DC universe, which is well, full of it's just lunacy, all of it. And people, I mean, this is I'm jumping around, but the people love the uh, Ben Affleck yes. portrayal of him, right? <laughs> well, but or is it just the look of him? I like the look. Right. I could take or leave the performance. I mean, it's fine, but it's you know, it's it's hard, I think, to to emote. And be a real character when all you can see is two eyes and a and a mouth yep. hole. So it's more right. the Bruce Wayne that he's doing. Yeah, right, right exactly. Yeah, but yeah. is there a thing about him using guns in that? And oh, he, he was inconsistent. There's a lot of there's a lot of killing in that. There's, right. a, there's a lot of at one point he like hits a guy with a packing crate and then the guy cracks his head on the wall and there's a huge blood stain. Yeah. That guy's definitely dead. At one point he machine guns a guy wearing a flamethrower and the flamethrower blows up <laughs> and that, it was fun. They I mean, went, don't wear a flamethrower. Don't wear a flamethrower, exactly. It's a poor accessory. It's mm. ridiculous. Yeah. That's don't wear a flamethrower to wear a knife fight. I've always mm. said that. Yeah, you have always said that. Mm. That's what your tattoo says, isn't it? Yeah. First time it's almost made sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, so... the. Uh, that's that's the that's the most recent one. It's probably not going to be him anymore, from what you've said every second week. On oh yeah, for sure. He's not. Planet. He's not super keen on that role. Um, there's that fa- that great footage of him in an interview about uh, Batman vs Superman. Oh yes, and he is looking in the middle distance. He's very, very sad. sad. To be there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it's the best and let's, worst. Let's talk about happy Batman times. Yeah. Okay. okay so so it got quite silly in the fifties. Uh, in the 60s, they were like, okay, let's let's uh, lighten this character up again. They hired a guy called Carmine Infantino, who's a great artist, to to redefine Batman's look. And so they made him, instead of this this dark Avenger character, they, they lightened up his suit and they gave him the gold, the yellow bat symbol on his chest. They lightened up all the characters. And from that is the basis of the Batman TV series. Which, oh, so that, was, so that was for comics? That was for comics he first. He got, got yeah. the yellow and stuff? Exactly. Oh, and then they, then they were like... Let's let's do this. Let's do this. Do do this. Do exactly. Yeah. Which is a um, pow. Precisely <laughs> pow. Is oh, when did the dance. song come in? Was that for that show? That was for that show. Yes. Do you mean the song? No, 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 no. Bam. Yeah. It's really great. It's a great piece of music. Bam. Yeah. It's sick. It would have, it'd have to be a '60s made song, I guess. Yeah, and that's that's a series. Uh, let me let me find. Um, Actually, you know, we'll, we'll talk about Batman in film. I guess we'll start. So the first Batman uh, film series was, uh, there was a 15-episode serial in 1943, oh. which is super racist because oh. it's it was it's World War II based. Ah. Uh, and so it's basically a propaganda film uh, and Batman is in, he's, he's engaged by the government to defeat a, a villainous Japanese uh, villain called Dr. Daka. Uh, it's pretty, pretty racist. Uh <laughs> Dr. Dacker, did he pull everyone's pants down? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. That was his skill set, exactly. Ooh. Um, 
No. Wait, is that the noise you make when you're dacking someone yes. or when you get dacked? No, no, I'll, all right, I'll do the sound of dacking. You do the sound of being dacked. Ready? Okay. Ooh. Ah! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it would have gone down. Uh, that cereal is also notable for creating the, the Batcave. That's the oh. first appearance of the Batcave. Uh, and it's also, uh, it, that also defined the look of Alfred. Because in in the in the comic books he was quite a portly gentleman, and right. in the in the, the the serial they made him quite more Michael trim and with a little mustachey, very Michael Caine exactly. <laughs> and that characterization was maintained for a while. Hi. There was also one in nineteen four. There was a there was a series called serial called Batman and Robin in nineteen forty nine, which is also terrible. Um, again, doesn't use any Batman villains. Uses a character called the Wizard, um, and that that serial I think is most notable for. They keep thinking that Batman and Robin are like, okay, we think the villain, we think the wizard. We don't know his identity, but we think his name's Professor Hamill. But Professor Hamill's in a wheelchair and the wizard is not in a wheelchair. So uh, it could, could, couldn't, possibly. couldn't possibly be him. And then they go to visit Professor Hamill and he's not in a wheelchair anymore and it's never brought up. Nobody, <laughs> nobody tweaks. Nobody tweaks. A little continuity error in the movies, yeah. but nobody... Uh, oh, in the mo- yeah, right. Yeah, uh-huh. Um... Do you reckon they just lost the wheelchair halfway through filming and they were like, no one will notice? Yeah, maybe that. They, they, the rental period expired. They had to send it back. <laughs> yeah, they are expensive. If you're going mm. day by day, oof. Yeah. Um, Batman TV series, Adam West, Burt Ward. I think a lot of people know the, the, the Batman yep. characters from that. Something, something, Burt Ward. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, and it, it, that was what the, um, the episode of The Simpsons with uh, uh, uh Radioactive Man movie is sort of exactly, based on, right? that's right. Jiminy yeah. Jillikers. Yeah, exactly. I've said Jiminy Jillikers so many times, it's almost lost on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't forget to use your nails, boys. <laughs> the that... Scoutmaster is the worst bad guy yeah. ever. <laughs> and that, uh, that, the idea behind that series is basically, okay, well, uh, okay, we're going to create something that's super camp and the adults watching will be like, this is this is stupid and ridiculous, but kids who don't get that campy aspect would just be like... Yeah, you know, it was love, still being you know, regularly like, repeated in the nineties yeah, when well, I was a kid, yeah, and it was. Yeah. I watched. I watched it. Yeah, on Saturday afternoons, I reckon I watched it a lot. Yeah. very fun. Mm. Yeah, the color of it was awesome. The uh, the bat the shark repellent bat shark repellent. <laughs> exactly. It, just, right, yeah. it became like a joke that he just had something for every scenario, exactly and right, that yeah. is that the series of that. That's only really existed in that series, probably. Yeah, kind of did, but it, but what happened was because that series was initially very popular, they changed the character in the comic books to be more silly and campy. Ah. But then, of course, when the the series popularity waned, all of a sudden the Wayne then, Bruce Wayne. Oh, then then the, then the version in the comic books was the popularity of that also waned. Yeah, and people like this Bruce. Well, yeah, thank you, Thomas Wayne. <laughs> uh, the mum Wayne. What Martha. Uh, in the 70s, Batman's popularity waned a bit. CBS, the TV station, was interested in producing a series called Batman in Outer Space. That never emerged. Oh. Uh, Sidney Scheinberg involved in that? Thank you. I was yeah. thinking that. Michael Uslin, who we mentioned earlier, was a big Batman fan. He purchased uh, the rights, the film rights of Batman from DC Comics in the late 70s. Right, so he was the one that met Bill Finger For the first when he was time, a child. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And so that didn't put him off, obviously, being a lifelong huge obsessed. Huge Batman fan. No, he, he kept at it because he was just such a huge Batman fan. And by this time, he's like a rich TV exec that can yeah, make I guess these so, kind yeah. of... Uh, he wrote, actually wrote a script called The Return of the Batman to, to like, shop Return around various... Return of the Batman. Bat- <laughs> uh, to, like, pitch to various film studios. Didn't really get anywhere uh, up until... Uh, 1989, when Tim Burton finally got the reins of of the Batman movie franchise and made what I consider one very fun film. And Edward one... Scissorhands, yes. Exactly, Mr. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands himself. 
Um, so you you reckon the first one's really good, and the second one he he lost the plot a bit. Well, he he. Tim Burton only agreed to make Batman Returns if he got full creative control. Oh, so it's, so he, that's, he, he burdened it. He burdened it. He, he totally burdened it burdened to it. the ground. He burdened it to, absolutely to the ground. Um, but they were massive financial successes, uh, and then uh, he refused to do another one. They got Joel Schumacher to make the two race car driver. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Well, I mean, it was the, high octane. I mean, the film. movies weren't great, so maybe it's maybe you should have stuck to the mm, the to track. The, the, the track, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you live you, and you learn. Live, you live and learn, exactly. Mm-hmm. You do. Which ones were these Schumacher films? Uh, he he wrote Batman. He, he directed Batman Forever. The one with you Jim... two in it? Was that that one? That was Batman Forever, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with Jim Carrey as the Riddler. With you two in it. And, uh, and Seal. Kiss from Rose. Kiss yes. from Rose, yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then he also and, directed Batman and Robin. With, which has, fuck me, uh, kill me, kiss me, fuck me. Yeah, that's the one. Thrill me. And fuck me again. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I forgot. Mesa said at the start he doesn't swear. And I've just been potty-mouthing it up today. Sorry, Mesa. No, that's quite all right. And then uh, Batman and Robin, that's, Batman and that's Robin, the Mr. Freeze one. Which is the one that, that famously killed the, the Batman franchise. Because as a kid in the 90s, I thought they were freaking awesome. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. I had the toys. Which I thought... one's the one with DeVito? That is Batman Returns, as the uh, DeVito as the Penguin. Is that C- Cumble Cobblecock? Yeah, it is, yeah. The <sighs> thing that you said, yes. <laughs> so it's so that. weird that he didn't. Um, yeah, that because that's iconic, and that was also the Catwoman, right? That was, yeah, the second Michelle Pfeiffer is the so cat, that, Catwoman. But that's a bad movie, but it has iconic stuff in it. Controversial yeah. opinion, not a fan of Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, what? Yep, not wow. a fan. Ugh. Wow. I would argue she's gotten better as she aged. Bit better, dull. Better actor. Bit dull. So charming. Wow. Bored. What do you base Bored. that off? Um, her films. Oh, okay. And also, but you've never even met her to, my to own opinion. make a proper I'm opinion? saying as an actor. Oh, as an actor. I'm sure as a person she's delightful. Oh, right, great. I don't doubt that for a moment. Oh, thank you. I'd love to have a latte with her. Mm. Soy or otherwise. Ooh, really? Yeah. Um, almond milk? No. Okay, yeah, that's never yeah, sorry, almond milk. Sorry, that was milk. ridiculous. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so uh, Batman and Robin had Clooney in the in the role. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so Isn't that as, weird? As, as Robin. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, that yeah, seems so, so strange that George Clooney Batman has been played Batman. by Paulie Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> It was real close. But, I mean, I, I guess all of the Batman movie casting has been a bit weird. Like Michael Keaton, who was the first. I like Michael Batman. Keaton. Well, he was great, but he was like, he was not known for as an action guy. He was. He was, he was Mr. Mom. He was Mr. Mom. Imagine a, imagine a man raising kids. Can what? you imagine it? Yeah. That, it what a, a wacky concept. That was, that was the humour that was derived from that movie. What's and the one where in... he um, clones himself? Uh, Serendipity? No, Multiplicity. No, multiplicity. Yeah. That was good. He did that afterwards, I think. He was in he was in Dream Team. He was in Beetlejuice. So he was like this comedic guy, and people were like, "I don't know about this," but he carried it off for the. Right. I've always felt like he was a very, and I, this isn't a this isn't an interesting opinion because I Not think really. everybody says it. Isn't like he's quite underappreciated. Like he could have been. I reckon he could have been so much bigger. Michael he, Keaton. Yeah, I think oh, he's yeah. having a renaissance. Oh, de- yeah, he, he is, definitely yeah. is. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Since the Birdman. Yeah, he's yeah. The Birdman. And he's the Vulture. He's, he's played the, quite he's a few Spider-Man men. Well, he's like yeah. the police sergeant in um, the other guys. That's true. Really? He is. Yeah, and he also works at Bed Bath and Table in that. <laughs> That's right. That's so, so funny. Mm. What? <laughs> so, has there ever been uh, an on-screen Batman who the fans were happy with at the start? Like Val when it was announced. Kilmer. Mm, uh, oh yeah, where's Val come into this? Val was in for one. Probably Bale. I think Christian Bale. Bale was in that. A, yeah, because he was, was really good. 
Yeah, he was, he had a, he brought an intensity to it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so um, Batman and Robin, George Clooney as Batman. He has famously said, I believe, that if anybody ever comes up to him uh, and criticizes the quality of Batman and Robin, he just gives them their movie ticket price back. <laughs> he will just give them the money back. Really? So, so he just carries cash with him. Yes, yeah, somebody's just Hollywood. He just carries eleven dollars fifty. He carries eleven fifty exactly. all times. Yeah, yeah. 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 One a day. He'll but do I one s- person a day. I saw it at IMAX, Mr. Clooney. <laughs> Shut oh, up, kid. Come on, mate. Because he was the one with the nipples as well, I think. Yes, he was, yeah. yeah. And a big bat bulge in the in the <laughs> He's in the, the only region. man with nipples. No, bat nipples. He's the only man with bat nipples. Does he have like Wait. sixteen nipples? <laughs> They had the, in George the, in the breastplate and had nipples. the hard, erect nipples. No, we definitely know what you mean. We're just fucking with you. No, I thought you were talking about bat nipples. <laughs> I was really with you there. Disappointed. I'm sorry. Mm. But, yeah, so obviously they were critical. You said that that killed the bat franchise. It was, it was kind of critically. Because at the time, yeah. as a nine-year-old, I yeah. thought that it was so good. Well, so you loved the yeah. nips. Well, I yeah, think oh, I, I loved the nips. I, I had a two-faced toy. I think it was I had... precisely engineered to, to appeal to kids because Batman, the, the, one of the flaws of Batman Returns was it was weird and dark and violent and they couldn't sell any toys off it because you know, it was just too. Kids don't want any copper pots. Exactly. It was kind of unpleasant. And so they were like, okay, bring back the campiness and bring back the color and here's a, here's a new Batmobile that looks even fresher than the old Batmobile and you've got to buy the new Batmobile. And you know, which I did. Here's, here's all the new Batman suits, and you got to buy all the Batman suits. So I which think, I did. Yeah, exactly. So I think kids loved it, but I think critically, no, people were not a fan. So yeah, I think I have of... seen it repeated on TV as an yes. adult and been like, uh-huh. "Whoa, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. really bad." Uh-huh. Have you got? Have what's the? I'm assuming I probably heard this story from you, but what's the story about? Um, Tommy Lee Jones was in the same movie as, uh, as Two Face as Jim Carrey was the Riddler, oh, and then they right. bumped into each other. They 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 famously uh, did not get along because this was Jim Carrey was the Riddler during Batman Forever, mm. and he was at peak Jim Carrey at that point, and right. I guess he had to maintain the Jim Carreyness at all times. Yeah, he's since you know mellowed. Relaxed a, he's mellowed a little bit, and Tommy Lee Jones was Two Face, and apparently he only did it. For his kids, his kids were like, "Why aren't you in one of those movies?" And he's like, "All right, I guess I'll I'll do this." But apparently, just it was hell on earth for. Well, they were both trying to be the biggest, craziest person. No, well, Tommy Lee Jones is just like, "I'm going to do these lines and I'm going to get out of here." I guess. I'm Tommy Lee Jones. But 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 apparently during (laughs) during during the uh, during the filming, uh, Tommy Lee Jones went out to just a a restaurant when he thought no one would recognize him and it'd be very quiet. Is he he dressed as Two Face? No, he was just 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 in his regular clothes. (laughs) No one would recognize him. He dressed as Two Face. He walks in and everyone's just staring at him. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> and he just went and he's just like, I'm going to have a quiet dinner. I'm going to forget about this huge budget, whatever. And then Jim Carrey just rolls into the restaurant, like in full Jim Carrey mode, probably with a weird entourage or whatever. <laughs> Run me this. I want two baked and he eggs. Just, and he just came up to him and he's clearly like, let's share a table. Let's let's get out of here. Let, let's 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 have a have a big night together. And apparently Tommy Lee Jones set him aside and went, Jim, I cannot, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. I, I, I hate. All, please, I cannot leave, sanction. Leave, leave, leave me alone. And I, uh, I don't know if they get along. I don't know if they've gotten along since then. But, this is uh, one of the stars of Men in Black. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> yeah, sanction. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Your buffoonery. Yeah. And then I've got to go uh, make a film where I talk to a dog. Mm. I think it's. I'm thinking it's more talking about his off. Off camera stuff. I think he was just so full on that he's like, I can't time, yeah. handle this, Jim. <laughs> I imagine it would have been. Really but what the way? I just the phrasing of that is pretty amazing. Yes, exactly right. That's <laughs> great, one great of the all time great lines. I feel. Mm. Uh, then of course, uh, uh, Christian Bale, uh, Christopher Nolan, Batman movies, great stuff. 
Was, that wasn't the movie where he they filmed him cracking it at the. No, that's Terminator Salvation, right? Which is the a, a, a really weird movie to have a, a, a an on an on set meltdown right at. But uh, did did he invent the voice the the Batman voice? I believe he did. Yes, I'm Batman. yeah, which is not. <clears throat> it's, it's, I, you don't like that? I don't like that. No, look, I like all those movies, but I don't love them. Right, that's, I love the one second one. Yeah, Heath Ledger does a fantastic performance, and I like, as a Joker. and I do yeah. like Liam Neeson. Yeah, for in sure. The first one. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Now, Who's can I Liam ask? Liam Neeson. Uh, he's an Irish actor. <laughs> I knew you'd fucking say that. Who does he play? He sort of plays his mentor, kind of, but then it turns into a bad guy. Is he like a samurai type? He's, yeah, he's the oh, yes, he's the influence Oh yeah, of course. Henri, Sorry, Henri Ducard, yes, who yes, is yes. his mentor, and then it turns out he's the villain Rachel Ghoul. Yes, got so, it. Yeah. Yep. Incredible name there. Him. But Meso, yes, you're not a fan of Christian Bale. We're mm-hmm. gonna ask you who you think the best Batman is or has been, and your favorite film franchise. Uh, look, movie, my, maybe? my favorite, uh, my favorite Batman is actually not an on-screen Batman. My favorite Batman is Kevin Conroy. He's the voice of Batman in the Batman animated series. Okay. Right, that That's that seems to be the most. Lo- is that the one across from Luke Skywalker as Joker? Yes, it is. Yeah. So, so that's a on basically on the heels of the first Batman movie. Uh, uh, Warner Brothers were like, okay, let's here's a, here's a property uh, cartoon. Bat- Does anyone want to make a Batman cartoon? And there was a guy called Bruce Tim who uh, had just come off Tiny Toon Adventures. Oh, and he was great like, show. I could do Batman as well. And so he, he went home and he did a, like, a, like a stylized Batman sketch on his own this time, just him. And he brought it in and they're like, actually, we really like this. And huh. they, him and, uh, and another writer-artist called Paul Dini, and they got together and they built this based sort of on the, on the Burton universe, uh, this, this sort of gothic art deco universe Batman character, sort of this timeless version, and it and it sort of went bloody great guns. People remember that fondly because the the what they they weirdly they got enough freedom to be like, this is a this is a show that adults can enjoy. Like it's kids should be able to watch it, but also it's it's dark enough and it's and it's adult enough that, that I think actually... it was on it was Saturday cartoons in yeah, Australia. Right. Uh-huh, yeah. So yeah, I forgot I said Luke Skywalker. I meant Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. He so... play, he voiced and he's often called the best Joker. Yeah, so so Kevin Conroy was a uh, was a theater actor and hmm. he he was told that okay, if you uh, if you want to make some extra money on the side you should be a voiceover actor and just do ads and stuff like that. Uh, and he got a call up from his agent who was like, actually, we're doing, we need some dramatic actors. So why don't you try this out? This was his first voiceover audition ever. Wow. And he got Batman and he's been Batman for, wait, Is that 18 years. years? Oh. Been, wait, no, 28, 30 years, nearly 30 years. Wow. Yeah. So, and he's been Batman in the animated series and he's been in all the video games and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and uh, cool. Mark Hamill, uh, originally the joke was going to be Tim Curry. Uh, oh. Love Tim Curry. <laughs> now, which one is that? Is Matt? he the is he the guy that makes the musicals? Or is no, that's he... Tim Curry, Tim Rice? Oh, that's yeah, Tim Curry, Tim, Tim Rice. Rice. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm thinking of so Tim Curry is the star Rooster of from Orphan Annie, and the star of Congo. Mm, exactly. He's oh, he's Frankenfurter in one of the Rocky Horror. Yes. and McHale's yeah. Navy, mm, the he's remake a... with yes. Tom Arnold. He's the bad guy in that. Yes, that's true. great. Bad guy, mm-hmm. one of the best. <laughs> so he recorded three episodes, and they were like, "This is good, but it's not quite what we look like." They could, ah. A lot of people came in and they just did their impression of the 1960s Joker, right? And they were like, "This doesn't work." And they went, "Well, Tim Curry's good. We like him. He's good to work with, but he's not quite right." Mm. And then they brought in Mark Hamilton just do like a guest appearance. He was just going to be a 
like a side character briefly, and then they were like, and he said, and he because he loves that character, and he was and he was like, and he loves Batman and comic books and right. all that sort of stuff, and he said, okay, um, if you have anything else going, just let me know because I, I want to be like, I'd, I'd like to be more episodes because I I think this is a great idea. And then Tim Curry, they were like, well, we don't call, well, let's look for another Joker. And they called him in, Mark Hamill in. And he went in expecting to not get it because he was, you know, he was best known as Luke Skywalker. And he's yeah. like, well, they're not going to, they're obviously not going to get, you know, this this guy who mostly plays this paragon of virtue, this mm. this ultimate hero kind of yeah. thing. He, I'm obviously not going to get it. So he went in not caring whether he got it or not. Or like, you know, with no illusions that he'd get it. And they were like, no, actually, you, you, you get this. Wow. And apparently they, he got it on the laugh. Right. Because he, he had the best laugh. That's so. how I go into every audition. Like, yeah. fuck uh, this, whatever, I don't care. Yeah, right. uh-huh. And um, it hasn't really worked yet. But, <laughs> <laughs> but when it does. Oh, when yeah. it does. You'll be laughing. Just I'm like... look so aloof and mm, cool. Yeah. But also, you, I mean, you've been right every time, which is nice. Isn't that it's yeah. positive in a way that you, you're on a hot streak for calling it? Oh, yeah, I'm always I'm like... I'm not going to get I'm this. I'm not going to get this, <laughs> and I don't care. You yeah. say that into the camera, and then you ta- do They're your They're like, auditions. are you ready? And I'm like, oh, what? I had an audition not too long ago for an ad, mm-hmm. and before we started, I said to the, the guy, I go, I'm not very good. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, why are you telling me that? Yeah. I'm like, just trying to lower expectations. Way to right? sell yourself. Yeah, I re- instantly regret it. I'm like, why did I... Yeah. Come have to you this thought place. about perfecting your laugh? Maybe that'll do it. I haven't. So apparently, Mark Hamill said because he he uh, he read a thing that the Frank Gorshin, the Riddler, had once said, and he said it's not how I laugh, but it's what I'm laughing at. Uh. Like it's so you key the laugh to what you're laughing at. Like like a like funniest home videos when exactly. somebody gets hit in the nuts. Yeah, that's a different laugh. It's a different laugh. Mm. Exactly. That's a sound effect. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So he keyed that and people and they were like, "Yep, yeah, you got it." And so he he's also been like he's been the Joker for nearly 30 years as well. Right. Yeah. So, and so that series is still running. No, it's been different. So it was it was there was like 100 and something episodes of the original and then there was like spin-offs and then there was there was a, a series called Batman Beyond set in the future and he was the voice of the old ah, the old Bruce Wayne. That's cool. Cuz at one point they were like, "Hey, uh, you know, they 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 the studio went to these guys and went Hey, you know, the studio interference is always like, hey, what if, could you make a series where Batman's a teenager? Right. And they were like, yes, we can absolutely do that. Bat-teen. Bat-teen. And they're like, oh, well, that breaks the whole continuity. But then they just went, okay, well, how about, how about original Batman's retired and then we replace him with another Batman and old Batman can be his, his mentor. And so they created that series. That's, that's the. They yeah. had a real can-do attitude. They had a real can-do attitude. That's, that's what that's it's all about. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, because so so that's your number one, and that's your number one Joker as well, right? I think so. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Heath Ledger is great. Yeah, that's number my favorite one, villainous performance of all time. I what think. about Heath number one Catwoman and Hathaway? Ooh. I don't know how I felt about that performance. I was a bit like, eh. <laughs> right. yeah, right. Did, did Halle Berry have a crack? She yeah, did she, have a crack. Oh, I'd go in Halle Berry in, in the solo movie. And there were three. There were three Catwomen in the 1960s series as well. Ah. Mm. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I'd give it a go. Yeah, you. Me, yeah. Oh, you got the part. You got it. You really don't care if you get this or not. We love that. <laughs> Meow. You got the part. Just like a cat. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. Cats don't yeah. give a shit. They don't. Meow. Nice, Whatever. Good, nice Whatever. Yeah. This, sounds, this sounds like a good Catwoman teen. Whatever. Meow. <laughs> 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 anyway, maybe, oh, probably a good time to wind it up because that's about that's about. 
That's about all. Well, the, thank you so much, Mason. Well, and well, then, well, but, I, should, I should probably wind it up. Bill Finger. We, we, what happened to that guy? Yeah, what, what happened this? to Finger Boy? Well, here's, well this, this is where we introduce maybe, just one more guy. He's a guy. He's a guy named Mike Taylor Nobleman. He's a he's a children's author for the most part, but he also wrote a book about Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster, the creators of Superman, and the, the sort of the trials and tribulations that they went through. And so he went. He he also learned about the story of Bill Finger, and he was like. You know, he'd grown up on on superheroes and, and Batman. He was a huge fan of that sort of stuff, and he was like, "Well, I think it would be good if Bill Finger could get some credit for for the stuff that he put." And in. And this is after Bill's. This is why. This is it. Past, this is yeah. maybe. This is the early two thousands. Oh yeah. wow! Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, "Okay, well, I the the key here is to find out stuff about Bill." Uh, find some connect because he obviously couldn't just go to DC and be like, "Hey, I'm a guy who has no relation to this guy. I should, you should change some stuff." Of course, they're just going to show him the door. Obviously, so they're like, probably right back their financial de- <laughs> details in, well, a, yeah, in exactly, letter form. That's right, exactly. Now they're, they're wise. They've wised up now. Oh, damn. They don't want to give. The they don't write away. back to kids anymore. Yeah. But uh, basically, so he um, he was like, "Okay, I've got to find some some relatives." But he nobody really knew anything about Bill Finger. Uh, first thing he found out, not name actually not Bill, uh, Milton Finger. Much cooler name, obviously. That is a sick name, yeah. Milton, Milton Finger. Finger. But apparently he changed it because that's kind of a Jewish name and apparently... Milton. Uh, Mil- uh, yeah, it's a, so he changed it for, you know, anti-Semitic... Really? People would be a little prejudiced against him back in the day. Mm. Oh, um, what a bummer. What a, yeah. Yeah, it was a different time, but obviously... Yeah, you couldn't have a cool name back then. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bill. Mm. Finger. Yeah. Finger, love it. Yeah. So Milton, he, though. But, but but it turned out, so, so Bill Finger... Uh, it was assumed he he never had any serious relationships in his life. Nobody he never really talked about it. Never nobody ever knew about it. <laughs> it was uh, assumed. People yeah, looked at him yeah. and went, "No, no chance. not this guy. Not this no. guy. Uh, Single, so he had virgin." A, <laughs> so, he, so he got married to a woman named Portia, uh, and they had a son. And he's like, "Perfect. I'll I'll talk to the son." But it turned out uh, his son uh, Fred Finger. Uh, Fred Finger. Fred Finger. No. Exactly. no. Freddie got. Freddie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it turned out uh, Fred was gay. And he died in 1992. So he's like, well, that's that. Okay, that's, they can't do it. Was the gay thing related to him dying in 1992? Yes. <laughs> it, it was, yes, related. I was, we'll move, we'll move forward. Okay. Uh, and, then, and so he was like, okay, well, I guess. So that's the end of the family trial. Well, he was like, well, that's the end of the family trial. But then he talked again to Charles Sinclair, his friend, uh, the TV writer. And he was like, can you give me any information? And he was like, oh, actually, well, it turned out he didn't. Uh, he actually, after the, after his his uh, Porsche, he divorced him and, and passed away. Uh, he had a lady friend. He had another lady friend. And he looked up this person. And uh, he actually had more than a lady friend. He had a second wife named Edith. Um, Everyone's assuming this guy's a virgin. Yeah, I know, right? And he's got wives yeah. everywhere. He's that's got wives everywhere. like more than a friend, I would argue. Yeah, a wife. Yeah, for sure. I and reckon, she, like, wives are on a different yeah. level. Yeah. And she actually, uh, upon the release of the 1989 Batman movie, she actually approached DC herself and said, I think it would be nice if Bill Finger could have some credit on these movies. Um, but Edith she, Finger. Edith Finger. That's a beautiful And name. what did they say to Edith? They said no. And he was like, okay, well, that's, I guess that's it. I, you know, two I went through two wives and I couldn't couldn't find anything. But then he went back again and he went, okay, well... Well, Portia passed away. I'll look at her obituary and I'll see maybe if there was some some mourners who would who would know her or know anything about Bill. And he found two cousins on the obituary, survived by these these cousins. Uh, and he called them up and he said, "Look, do you know anything about Bill Finger?" And he was like, "Oh, Uncle Bill. Yeah, I mean, I know a little bit about Uncle Bill, but who you should talk to is his granddaughter." Um, 
and ah. he had a granddaughter, and and he and and Mark was like, well, obviously he didn't have a granddaughter because you know he had a son named Fred, and Fred was gay, so he couldn't have had a granddaughter. But but Fred had a Fred had a daughter. Yeah, so you know, gay people can have kids. Well, turns out, well, actually, he wasn't gay. He was bi. So that was he oh, was he was bisexual go. man, and he had a daughter named Athena. Um, Sick Athena name. Finger. So many yeah. good names. Good names, right? Edith Finger, Athena Finger, yeah. Freddie um, Finger. You've seen a finger? Uh, well, sure. Haven't we all? Athena Finger. So, uh, so he had a daughter named Athena Finger. Who? <laughs> there we go. It's good stuff. And uh, who who had grown up knowing a little bit about her grandfather and had sort of known that he had had this hand in creating Batman. But it was this sort of thing where she would tell people, oh, yeah, my grandfather created Bill Finger. Uh, my my grandfather, my, my, well, he did, but my yeah, grandfather created he Batman. Was and people Milton were like, Finger. obviously, no, he didn't. You know, you're making this sort of stuff up. It, it was obviously Bob Kane because it always says Bob Kane, blah, blah, blah. And so Mark went to Athena and, and chatted with her and said, look, th- this is kind of our last chance to... To maybe make a claim on this, if you want to get some some recognition for your grandfather, maybe now's the time to do it. And so together they contacted DC and they said, "Hey, can we get some recognition?" And they said, "Oh, welcome to the family. Great to great to have you here. Here's a check. Anyway, good to see you. Hey, come <laughs> to some come to some DC come to some movie parties. Come to a movie premiere. This is around about the time of the Dark Knight. Yeah, like we're like, hey, cool. Anyway, see you later, kind of thing. And then." A few years later, The Dark Knight Rises came out, and they they were like, "Hey, uh, just checking in. Uh, just it, it's still great for you to be part of the family. Um, we've got some more money for you, but just letting you know, you, should, you need to sign this, and all, this will also give away all your rights to right. to your father's recognition uh, of, of creating the character." And so Mark encouraged her to not take that money and instead instigate a lawsuit against DC, which they did. Um, but of course, it was a case of like one word against, yeah. you know, Bill, Bill's word against Bob, and who created what, and what's the what's the, what's the deal with you know the ownership here? How do you how do you prove ownership? You know, and Bob had said, well, he he created some of this, and I created some of this. So what what can you do? Um, you know, what's the figure? But so one one thing that did work in their favor was that the guy Thomas Andre, who worked with Bob Kane on his autobiography. Uh, in order to transcribe it, had taped all his interviews with Bob and he kept the tapes. And in one of the tapes, he asked Bob, just to be clear, how much <laughs> contribution... In terms of like a, a percentage. A percentage. Yeah. 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 Legally speaking. Legally speaking. If we were in court right now, pretend I'm how much, On the record. And he said, as far as Batman goes, Bill was in 50 to 75%. <sighs> so that was kind of the, the smoking gun... Oh. So they, they talk. They talk to Thomas and fifty to seventy five percent. And this is from a guy who's not yeah. given much away. He no, he, that's a hundred percent. I don't know. And again, just just as I guess, once the tape's rolling, you sort of forget where you are, and he just, wow. he just put it out there. So, uh, twenty fifteen, Batman versus Superman came out, and in the in the opening credits, it says Batman created by Bob Kane with Bill Finger. So uh. at long last, and so now henceforth, every Batman. Create, every piece of Batman media says that in it. So, and is the granddaughter getting paid cash for everything? I don't know. Uh, there, a settlement was reached, but it is Athena a, it's Finger. A, it is a it is a private settlement, so we have no idea. Maybe one day we'll find out. But I don't know. Athena Finger. Mm. We've all so good. Oh, I hope that. Oh, I hope she's uh, super wealthy. Wouldn't that be cool? You get yeah. called up, be like, oh, grandpa. Oh yeah. 
Maybe it makes me really reconsider my uh, your ne- family, my negligence of those emails from that uh, Nigerian <laughs> prince. <laughs> yeah, right. Hmm. Who said he created Batman? Yeah, maybe I should get in touch. Hmm. All I have to do is send him my bank details. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, one last thing, just before I forget. Um, so again, it was long. It was long suggested that uh, Bill Finger was uh, he was buried in a potter's field with no relatives, mm-hmm. obviously, because there was nobody at his there was nobody at his uh, his autot- autopsy, etc. And so people were like, oh, it's probably. Do people usually turn up to their family's autopsy? Apparently they did, just to just to you know identify yeah. the right, body, right, etc. Yeah. All yeah. right, while you saw through their ribs, I'll just uh, <laughs> patiently watch. Mm. But apparently, <laughs> uh, 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 Fred Finger, who lived in Oregon, uh, he wasn't there on that day of the identifying the body uh, because he was he was in another state. But the day after, and that's why his name was not on the right. the coroner's report. But he arrived the day later, and he uh, got Bill's uh, remains, his uh, cremated remains, and he took them back to Oregon. Ah. You're starting to get Batman voice. <laughs> I know a little bit. I've done a lot of talking. Yeah. Um, and apparently, as far as the story goes, he went out to a beach in Oregon and he drew a little bat symbol in the oh. sand and he poured the, the remains in there and then it got washed out to sea. Oh, so, that's nice. That is nice, right? That's weirdly what I wanted to do with my ashes. Mm. The bat symbol. Yeah, if you guys don't mind. Of course. I well, I, of course I'll be there No, because I will outlive you. You absolutely uh-huh. will oh. not. Matt, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'll do that for you for Thank sure. you very much, As Matt. the immortal there we go. one of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two can play that game. The Immortal Game. I'll see you there in the year 2040. Oh, that's so sad. So that's actually not that far that's off. not that far off. Oh, my God. Please give me more time than that. Please let me make it to my 50th birthday. Okay, I will. <laughs> Thank you. But just because you asked so nicely. That was so good, Meso. Meso, that was awesome. Stop it, you guys. Thank you. You've you so much. I'm sure I missed out on a lot of stuff. There, Are you just but... riffing so much off the top of you having your notes there, but you're also just like going into stories and naming names. Well, and... these oh. notes are incomplete. That's that's how that happened. Are there any? Is, so we've we've got your favorite Batman, mm-hmm. your favorite Joker, mm-hmm. and your favorite show. It's all the cartoon. Yeah, I think any so. s- the first season of that or the first series is hard to go that specific. Oh yeah, just just Batman the animated series all up. Yeah, it's one of the best. Yeah. That's so cool. Mesa, this yes. might be the first time you've been on the show uh, when we've done the segment Fact, Quote, or Question. It is, actually, yeah. It's uh, it's everyone's favourite part of the show. Yeah, I, I've heard. Uh, where at the end of the episode, uh, we take someone from our Patreon mm-hmm. and we they give us a fact, a quote, or a question. They also get to give themselves a title. This week, uh, it's a, this guy could have been from this. His name's so good it could have been Here from the Batman story. It's... Maximilian Duke. Oh, very oh, good. Oh, that is good. Well, there is a uh, villain called Maxi Zeus, who is a, uh, he's just a guy who thinks he's Zeus. So <laughs> he thinks he's Zeus. Thinks he's, he's Zeus. Zeus, yeah. Okay. Mm. He's not, though. Okay. He's not the most popular villain. And Batman is not going to let him get away with that. No, absolutely. Why would you? That, that just sounds like impersonating a Greek issues. god is a crime in Gotham City. <laughs> who's, who's your favorite villain? Ooh. Maxi I mean, Zeus? you said Poison Joke is your favorite villain Perfect. on screen, but in the. In the in the oh, comics and that it might be or might be Miss it could be Mister Freeze really who again was an he was a nothing villain initially but speaking of the animated series they gave him a tragic backstory 
in a, in an Emmy award winning episode of that series. They were oh. like, okay, let's let's take this nothing guy and let's give him some real gravitas. So maybe, mm. yeah, right, yeah, because it wasn't it in the movie. It was he was sad because of something about his family or something. His uh, his wife was cryogenically frozen, right, and he wanted to find a way to cure the disease that that was afflicting her. And then oh, and nice. then they the the company he worked for shut down his procedure and also. Uh, turned him into the Tin him, Man. Turned him into the Tin Man. Exactly. That's right. So he's he's committing crime so he can find get the money and the resources to cure her. Yeah. Right. Mm, so um, anyway, so Maximilian Duke. Either that or Kite Man. Kite Man. Yeah, one of those. Does know, he fly kites? He's a kite. <laughs> I don't. Are you joking? No. He's that not. Is... He's not really a kite, but he's like a. He's he's he suits like a kite. Uh, isn't a kite a type of bird? Yes. Yeah. Well, Dave's the ornithologist. For the pod, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. yes, I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you're not going to answer my question, or yes, I am an ornithologist. Okay, I answered right. your question. Fact or question? Maximilian Duke. He's given himself the title uh, in-house counsel for Bacon and Unicorn Affairs. Ooh, which is a, it's obviously a big role. <laughs> yeah, but the very... internet is that, composed almost entirely. That bacon is more than full time. We're actually uh, looking to expand that to a two-person role. Mm. So anyone, get in contact if you would like to. Help out Maximilian there. Any, any idea what that's in reference to? Oh. Bacon and unicorns. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Of course. Dumb it was right, shit. In, it was right <laughs> in front of my face all along. And here is uh, the in-house counsel for bacon and unicorn, unicorn affairs, Maximilian Jerk, uh, Duke's fact, quote, or question, which is actually a fact, quote, and question all oh, wrapped oh. up in How one. How did he do it? Wow. He says, here you go. Did you know that bunny farts smell like carrots? That's a quote from Jacob, his eight-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. That's good, yep. It's a fact, a quote, and a question that all in true. one. I hope they have a pet bunny or it's weird. I hope both of those things. I mean, that seems factually inaccurate, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Probably does, yeah. What if the bunny doesn't eat carrots? <gasps> yeah, it's not all they eat. Mm. But well, you know when you vomit, there's always carrot in it? Huh? Mm, good, good point. I don't need that much carrot. That's oh, all I'm saying. I love carrot because, as I mentioned, love veggies. Right. Carrot's one of my favourites. Me too. Me say it at the night time love as well. Love carrot. Mm. I'm like a bit like old Batman guy. I, I say the night time, not night time. Yeah, sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, another part of the show at the end of the show that we do as a part of the show at the end is mm-hmm. another Patreon segment where uh, we read out some Patreon's names. Dave, you'd normally talk about the Patreon in some way. Maybe explain it to Mesa as if he... Is a person. May, so you haven't supported this show enough over the last oh, few years. Oh, come on. I'm trying. No, that's not at all what I was <laughs> hoping for you to do there. Mesa has been the biggest supporter of this show. Mesa, it's time for you yes. to get out of town. Oh, wow. Yes. Jess has bought you a holiday. Oh, thank you, Jess. Yeah, just to say thanks. Oh, my God. You're going to Fiji. Oh, you, of course, are now officially the fourth member of the group. And I think, is this officially the eighth episode of the podcast? This podcast? Yeah. Well, no, because Not eight. Is it you, eight? Did a, you guys did a live show without me. So, oh. yeah, can't believe you did that. I'm so sorry Brutal. about that. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. But you were in the room. So I was yeah, in the room. It's, it's weird that you were there it's and we made out. you watch. Yeah, coming weird. out next week. So you can oh, imagine that sorry. Meso was in that room with us. He was big time. Anyway, so Dave, the Patreon, how does it work? Uh, basically, if you love the show and you want to keep us going, you can go to patreon.com slash pod or click through it from our website, dogoonpod.com. And basically, chuck a couple of bucks into an internet machine and in exchange we'll give you some rewards such as uh, shout-outs like this kind of thing, or 
two bonus and or two bonus episodes per month. Wow. So no all. one else and except all. for the Patreons here. So lots of stuff in there. We also have a you know a bit of bit of chit chat, a bit of dialogue with our patrons, which is a bit of fun. I yes. refuse. Have you said? Did you say that we've got a Facebook group going now? We have got a Facebook group going now, which is it's a lot of fun. A lot, a lot more of the chit chat going on in that group, which we are mm. enjoying. So if you want to, you know, get involved and support the show, that's what you do it. And we also like to thank a few people at the end of the episode, and we're uh, going to do that right now. Just normally gives them uh, gives us a little game to play here. Oh. Maybe you could bring Meso into the game. Hello. I was thinking we could give them either like a superhero or a villain name. Oh, villain. Batman. Oh, make him a Batman villain. Yeah, Batman. Batman has a very impressive rogues gallery. So. Oh, can, can you maybe? Would you do you have six in you to um, give us one for each of our patrons? Sure, like real ones or invent. Let's invent them. Oh, invent it even we better. Invent them, yeah. All right, great. Yeah, I think I was inspired by Kite Man. Yeah. <laughs> Is Kite Man real? Yeah, he's real. I thought I was yeah. going to get you. No, he's real. Comment's fake, right? No, he's real. Wow. Yeah, I really yeah. thought I'd yeah, get him. Yeah, yeah. I believe him now. Yeah. I do too. I, all right, I'll kick this off. I'd love to thank from the great Britain, um, <laughs> did not mean at that time, from Sheffield in South Yorkshire, which I think is not too far from where Mr. Michael Cohn is from. And in that he's from Great Britain somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His name's Maurice. Hello. I'm Maurice Kane. Micklewit. Michael White. Anyway, I Googled that earlier. Who are you thanking? It, I thought it just come to you, which was very impressive. I mean, it came to me. This is such a great English name as well. I love to thank Alexandra Rogers Brussington. Ooh, I like that. Wow, Brussington. And she would be the villain. Mm. We the, can do this. Yeah. We've done this before. The way you exiled there made me think maybe she could be the breeze. Oh, London oh. Fog. The London Fog, that's yeah. cool. Oh. Yes, the London Fog, I like that. I like that. What is her modus operandi? She drives a scooter. <laughs> a little scooter. She's very mod, you know, like those, those, oh. those mod types. She's got a scarf and a scooter. Yeah, and yeah. she's and she's literally a fog. And she's a fog also, yeah. yeah. That's so wow. good. She has a fog horn on her moped. Mm-hmm. What does that sound like, Matt? <laughs> nice. Hello. <laughs> I never thought I'd be in the room when when the man of a thousand noises did well, one yeah. of his famous noises. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. Sorry, I, I feel like I should have given you more there. No, that was great. You, uh, you give me what you give. Has anybody calculated how many noises you have left to do? No. I hope somebody can figure that out. <laughs> yeah, there's... get on that, you nerds. Yeah, yeah who, come on, nerds. You know who the person that might be to do that? If they've been, I imagine, sitting there for two hours waiting for me to thank the person that has been adding up. Ah. The questions and who's answering the show's them the official scientist. Yeah. That's right. I can say I've answered uh, thirty-two questions correctly. I used to be in second now, and Jess used to be last, but that has flipped. Get fucked. Wow. Matt has answered thirty-seven questions correctly. Jess thirty-eight. Ooh. You're on a hot streak. Oh. But Just winning so. the day is forty-four times nobody got the correct answer. <laughs> And yeah, that is that's thanks- great. Wait, no, actually, the, well, the fourth member's Meso, so I guess that... 44 for Meso. Yes. Uh, and that is thanks to Bob, that's what he signs off as, <gasps> or his email name is Belbinda Bartia. So thanks to Bob or Belbinda Bartia. Bob, could and be Bob Kane. Bob Kane. Maybe Bob Kane can work out uh, the Thousand Noises that's, as his next project. I'm genuinely shocked by that. I don't think I ever get them right. Well, I would argue you about... 38 times you do. But I'm only one above you. Now I'm just... I'm what, was, what was the, the, the patron's name? Bob. Oh, so that wasn't a patron. That was uh, 
Uh, Belbinda Bartia. Oh, congratulations. Official statistician of the show. Or Bob. Wow. Or Bob. I'd love to thank uh, another great Briton uh, from... London Fog. <laughs> from Hertfordshire. London Fog 2. <laughs> Adam Stamford. Oh. Adam Stamford. Is there a badger? The badger? I don't think there is a badger. What made you think of that? Yeah. It's one of my favourite English animals. Okay. So, yeah, the badger, right. and apparently they are bloody vicious. All right. Mm, okay, I like they, it. They uh, bite you. Yeah. The bloody badger. Well, don't let go. The bloody, bloody badger. badger. The bloody badger. That sounds like a good pub too. How does he get around? Just <gasps> dig oh. by his teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, his ah. headquarters is a pub. Yes, I think so. And what? It, so what does he do? He just gets around in a black cab. Yeah. And his, his, yeah, his day yeah. job is the manager of the pub. Whoa, Whoa. But by night, he's a bloody badger. He's got a badger cave. And at night, he cleans pub. up vomit from the pub. <gasps> Yucky. Exotic. He's a publican. Isn't yeah. he? And what does basically. he do with that? Does he use that to get Batman yeah. back? Yeah, basically. Well, he's, he fills a pool with it and he's trying to lure Batman into the pool of oh, vomit. wow. I don't think that's going to work. Well, Badger's not very good at this. <laughs> no, but he's very good at balancing the books. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can I thank some people? Yes, please. Thank you so much. A little more locally now, I'd like to thank someone from Sydney. Oh, Sydney Fog. In New South Wales, which is in Australia. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd like to thank Lucas Reynolds. Ah, Ryan's cousin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's he? He's the Deadpool and he's also a green goblet. Correct, Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. So maybe maybe he could be the dead goblet. (laughs) Death goblet. Death goblet. If you take a sip out of him, you die. <laughs> wow. That's, wow. Death that's goblet. He's very rock and roll. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Good I on you, it. Lucas. What do you think about that? How, does, how does he get around? Probably on a tray. On a tray. Probably in a tray. Moved by a waiter. Oh, like a floating tray. Oh, he's got a waiter that yeah. carries him around. A yeah. giant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's sick. Isn't he a goblet? He's a goblet. He's a goblet. Okay, right. He's a goblet. <laughs> He's a goblet. He's a goblet king. How dare you? He's a goblet. The man's a goblet. Thank you to Lucas. I, we didn't leave you much to do there, but the tray was a beautiful little bit of colour. Can I also thank from Brisbane yes. in Queensland oh. in Australia. Mm-hmm. Where's Australia? <laughs> On the earth? Um, I'm not the geography one, so okay. I can't confirm nor deny that. Mm. I'd like to thank Ryan Ginevan. The gin slinger. Oh, also a bartender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is he? And he is he in cahoots uh, with the bloody badger? No, they're rivals. They're rivals. rivals. Oh, so that's something I don't understand. The the bad guys don't. They're not necessarily in a team. No, very rarely. And do any of them hate each other? All of them. Really? Constantly. So well, they hate fighting ev- each other too. Yeah. Batman's just trying to stop everyone fighting. Yeah. I assume they like, were stop all. Oh, no. Don't get me started on the war of jokes and riddles. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. Where is that on on that's paper a whole or in paper? Yeah. Wow, that sounds sick. Mm. Is that basically Tommy Lee versus? Yes, exactly, exactly right. <laughs> I will not stand. No, it was better than that. Damn it! I, gotta, I really should. I want to be able to lock down that phrase mm. and use it one day on yeah. someone unsuspecting. You'll use it on me. I can feel it. Can you give it to me one more time? Oh, I, I can't sanction your buffoonery. I can't sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> so good. So good. What oh, did Jim say to that? What did he say? Who what did knows? He, say? he just, well, he just did, did a cartwheel. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did a voice. Oh, riddle me this, Tommy. 
Shut his butt. Also, Tommy Lee Jones doesn't strike me as the type of guy who wants to go by Tommy. Mm. You know? It's interesting. Should be like Thomas. Yeah, do you think there was another Thomas Lee Jones already in the treading the boards? I don't think that. Dave, would you like to thank All some right, people? Let me bring us home with a couple of beautiful names here. This is another local. They better be beautiful, you son of a bitch. Even more local. Well, <laughs> this is a beautiful name from Fitzroy right here in Victoria. I'd like to thank Jade Bland. Oh, that is oh, so Jade good. Jade Bland. I love it. Not too showy. Love that. Yeah. Thank you so humble much, Humble pie. Oh. May I say you got a name? I think Jess just said hum- oh, humble pie. Oh, humble pie. <laughs> That's, that sounds like a genuine... Batman villain, I reckon. The humble pie. The humble yeah. pie. What are they getting around on? Bike. Oh, yeah, that, that is humble. Mm. Yeah, and it's got a little bike. basket in the front where they yeah. keep the pies. That they throw at you and they're very hot. Oh, this is mm. hot humble pies. Hot humble pies. It's sort of, but not poisonous or anything. Just, just bit... hot. <laughs> <laughs> like steaming. Just really hot. Burn your face a bit. Wow. But not like third degree, but like enough that you'd be like, ow. First degree. Should we give this last one to Meso, Dave? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Where's this last one? I thought you were going to snap your laptop there. Yeah, that would have been awesome. He's from Greensboro, but not the one in the northern suburbs of Melbourne that I have been been to many a time, but the one in Greensboro, North Carolina, Dean Clark. (gasps) Hang on. Dean Clark. Kent? Yeah. (laughs) Dean Kane. Clark Kent. Oh my goodness. <gasps> Ripley's believe it or not host Dean Kane Clark Kent. <gasps> I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he'd always end that show with believe it. No, but he didn't say the or not bit. It was oh. like should've, he should have finished with believe it or not. Every time, Dean Kane. Hey, there's a fact I know about uh, his home state of North Carolina, if we do have time for it. I'm always up for a fact. I love them. Love facts. Um so love to learn. Do you guys know basketball? I know of it. I also know of it, yeah. Yeah, so there's this um, uh, goat who plays basketball called Michael J. Jordan, and he... Mm-hmm. What's the J stand for? Justice. And <laughs> he... Oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Can you imagine? Yeah, anyway, so he... Um, Fastest he's ever improv. Yeah, he's very... We set this up hours ago. <laughs> he uh, he's a very, very... Uh, he was the greatest uh, goat of all time at basketball game, and he... Used to go to uh, study school in North Carolina, and used they to would... go to study school. Yeah, big time. Wow, he like a hit very the books. Studious student. Yeah, he yeah. was. He studied hard, and he, Did he play hard. Partied hard wow. on the basketball court, and when he partied, he partied dunks, <laughs> basketball dunks, and the, he um. Matt, the dunks... are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, like long story short, he <laughs> would not. Take off his pants. <laughs> Despite moving interstate to Chicago, he was a never nude. The windy city, he was a never nude. Mm. He wore his blue denim cutoffs underneath his <laughs> Chicago Bulls shirt and pants. Even under the shirt, yes. Well, wow, so wow. they're high, high waisted, high waisted, yeah. Wow, yeah, was, overalls, they're uh, overalls. It was the eighties, <laughs> and the high waist was in. They're back now, sure, <laughs> but they were still there then. And he went on to play more, uh, more, more, more games in denim than anyone ever did again. That's a great plot. A great again, yeah. <laughs> It's a little riddle that I like to call fun fact, Jess. Now, let me just say that Dean Clark Will you do me the honours? It's fun. 
Thank Dean you. Clark Kent is still sitting there thinking, what what superhero name are we going to give him? The double denim. Ooh. <laughs> Double down, all right. You're going to have to flesh that out a bit, Meso. The double D. Mm. Oh. No, don't. I mean, you no. did the, that was the opposite of fleshing it out. That the, was the double. <laughs> <laughs> the dub. Yeah, the dub. The, the dub. Stop. He's fading away. <laughs> T. Dean, stay with us. Dean. Dean. <laughs> So many options there, right? Each better than the last. Mm. So, so double denim has denim everything. Yeah. He's gun. Denim. Denim gun, yep, nice. But car. he has two denim guns. Denim. Mm. Two, two cars. denim guns. Oh, he's like two he's like two faces son. Yes. But he didn't he does he hasn't he doesn't have the scars, but he wants to impress his dad. Yeah. yeah. So double everything. Dub so he, and then the, then he sort of then he opened up but he was like, hmm, criminals are superstitious cowardly lot, and he opened up a GQ magazine and they're like, Double denim's back and he's like, Oh, double denim. Denim. That seems like a sign. Yeah. Okay. A superstitious sign. That's right. So he's double denim now. That's a great origin story. Mm. I love an origin story that is opening up a magazine. Yeah, right. And you're yes. Yes. <laughs> Perfecto. Was it, yes. Oh, wow magazine. Is that what it was? Oh, wow magazine. That's a nicer magazine. That's so good. Well, I think that just about brings us to the end of this podcast. Maybe the greatest ever. I think this is our go. <laughs> Meso? I'm never taking these shorts off again. It's so nice for you to come in here and spend so much time on the report. We are super lucky to have you in. The few people who do not know your fine work on the internet as the internet celebrity, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at the podcast The Weekly Planet where we talk about mostly Batman, if I'm honest with you, <laughs> just just endlessly. They will also, stop. And they'll recognise you from the start and the end of our oh, podcast. Oh, that's right, yes. And uh, also the, the, the whole... The part that I skip, yes. The uh, planet broadcasting is named after you. You are... I'm a planet, yes. You are a planet. Um, is You're planet... a star. Yes. Is a planet called broadcasting? Yes, mm. exactly. Yeah, yeah, go to planetbroadcasting.com. Wikipedia Brown. says at the start of the episode. Your Instagram. For more podcasts from our great mates. Thank you, Jess. Oh, Again, I skip whatever. it. I skip it. Yeah, uh, like me too. Voice. Thank you, Jess. It is yuck. You are uh, your Wikipedia brand, Twitter's great, but your Instagram—that's where the—that's where the actions. I'm at. doing Instagram posts right now. Oh, that's so good! Yeah, so if you yeah. want to see this uh, next week or see yeah. last week now mm-hmm. in the present when you're listening to this, yep, mm-hmm. you can look up at Nick Meso N I C K M A S E A U. Bloody bit of a mistake. It. Have to spell it out every time. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. Some one regret. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta have one. You gotta have one. You exactly. gotta have one. You gotta have one. Live no Mine's life. killing that guy. Oh, anyway, no. see you next week. Waiters. <laughs> so I uh, something I was I've been told recently is something podcasters are meant to do is say please give us five stars on iTunes. I'd really appreciate that, May, So you've got a real great spill at the end of your podcast where you just nail everything. No, I should listen to that and no, change the it. words. I miss it every time. I always really? forget. There's some. We've got so many things at the end. We've got to thank so many people and plug so many things. I always forget one thing. Oh, at least one thing. Well, I forget most things. Ooh. Dave, have I forgotten anything? Oh, if you pants. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm wearing two. Mm. <laughs> How does that help me? <laughs> you can take one off. <laughs> Well, basically, there's two pieces of fabric yeah. between my genitals and yours, <laughs> and I'm happy about it. <laughs> so that, right. That's an almost a Seinfeld reference. <laughs> okay, well, my jockey boys. Now, if you... Uh, my boys need a home, Jerry. <laughs> ...want to get in contact with us, go to dogoonpod.com, follow the links uh, to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube channel. It's all slash or at dogoonpod. 
get on that. And do go on pod at gmail.com if you want to get in contact. The other thing you can do at the website is, of course, suggest a topic. Always open. That is a 24-hour hotline, baby. That's do go on pod.com slash submit dash a dash topic. Probably slash. I write that out on Twitter a lot. Nice. Great. Good stuff. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, of course, uh, Matt and I, are, uh, our other pods are out now. Primates. What's happening this week on the Primates pod? Primates uh, this week will be uh, featuring DJ Levens, and we're talking about the band Gorillas. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah, cool. heaps I'm of fun. I'm interested in hearing that. i uh, found their music. And... Uh, Book Cheat, uh, my new podcast, is up and about. And the episode that I just released this week uh, features Jess Perkins over there. Hello. Oh, now I'm interested. Uh, yes. I zoned out of this conversation because it wasn't about me. You're in. And also you're on with Naomi Higgins mm-hmm. from the Batch Bitch podcast. So good. Great show. <laughs> and uh, we talked. I told you all about we cheated the book The Great Gatsby. And I've already forgotten it, so I look forward to listening to that podcast <laughs> yeah, again. So, yeah, get in contact. Uh, I should, should also say... Dave, that uh, the episode of Primates that just came out features you, Mr. DW, and we talked about uh, the Marvel Comics Marvel Apes, which is a, a sweet series of parallel universe comic capers in a world where all the superheroes are primates. Wow. Matt, it's a dream universe for you. May I please also point out that Dave is wearing a t shirt with bananas on it? He is. It is making me horny. <laughs> 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 Matt, I was um, mid-sentence, not sure if I was going to complete it, but I bloody did, mm-hmm. and I regret it, no doubt about no, that. you regret not saying it more, I think. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. So. It's the times you don't say you're horny, you miss 100% yeah. of the shots you don't say you're, you're horny. Matt, let me just <laughs> say, I, Michael Jordan. I just, uh, Michael J. Jordan. <laughs> I cannot sanction your preference. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's a beautiful way to finish the show. Uh, thanks again, guys. Uh, we'll be back with another episode next week. But until then, I will say thank you and I will say goodbye. Laters. Bye. Meso. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a catchphrase. All right. Meso. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.